You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date plain Jane assistants. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Lamborghini. I love ladyboys. Internet radio's finest.
the ride, oh man, we gotta fly, we gotta flee, come on, I got me some rocks, I got some weed in my sock, oh man, we get This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fools. This is Gregory James Cohan, also known as The Velocipastor, and you are listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Hey, it's Kevin Wiseman, actor, musician, you're listening to the Rob and Slim Show and Slambo asterisk in parentheses. He's not really part of the show. Do you know what happens to kids your age if you smoke too much marijuana? You grow tits. Giant turkey tits hanging down to your knees. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, where's Slambo? I don't know, He's what happened like, last week? His car broke I, or something? I, I don't know, Plenty of Geezer's profile, nobody must like him, because oh. uh, there's been no emails. It's very depressing. I'm thinking, like, we I'm have to update it, like, I don't know, maybe do headline, like, be my grandma, please, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know uh, what we could do to, to, to help him uh, build, maybe he's, maybe he's like, uh, boar camping and just, like, didn't, wouldn't want to tell us. Right, That's, could be where he is. Yeah, maybe he has coronavirus. And he's just too proud to admit it. Like Ooh. he's like, I, I had the, maybe it wasn't enough lime, <laughs> or maybe he just met a gilf. Maybe there is that like maybe he was it. already on there. Maybe he's mad at us because his his profile is like I'm the real Lamborghini. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, and he's just like fucking pounding like eighty year old cunts, like literally, <laughs> legit, too legit to quit. Maybe he's like already got married. <laughs> oh, fuck. You have jizz on your mouth. Do it really? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like a lime, who's jizz? lime juice or something. Hashtag who's jizz? Is who's it? jizz is on like my a mouth? New segment. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the guy and like uh, there's like a little curtain in the back and two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Every week it's Lambo. <laughs> when he's don't not, give it away. He's not boar hunting. <laughs> he's not fucking boar hunting. I was like, uh, shy. I didn't even realize. I like meant to message uh, Ryder the other day and like. Ask when Walking Dead was back, but it was on this week. Oh, okay, I think it was cool. like Sunday. I was at work and I saw Nadine Marissa on Instagram or Twitter saying it was it was back. It was fucking crazy, crazy. Like, cause if you remember, they like left off in that fucking cave. Right. They were trying to uh, find Alpha's like horde. So like, it was a, yeah. I guess I guess it's mid season premiere. I guess that's okay. That's what it would be. Yeah, mid season. Uh, so it came. So back. it's like in the middle of the Whisperer War is like where they left off. Yeah, Carolyn and friends in the cave with Alpha's horde, but it's it's crazy. You see them all, and uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh yeah, it, it, like I guess it's right after it picked up right after, and you see Alpha at the top of the cave, like looking down at them, and like Carol just looks up and like screams like at the top of her lungs at her, and Alpha. I think Alpha just smiled. Yeah, she smiled and walked out and tells all the Whisperers outside, make sure they don't get out. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, they start, like, crossing the cave. There's, like, like higher rocks they could jump on. At first, I'm like, fat-ass Jerry is not making it out of here. Right. Fucking love Jerry, but he's fucking, like, he's fat. And it was, it was, uh, the black deaf bitch that, um, Daryl's in love with. Like, they started a relationship last, I think it was last season. There's, like, the half-fucking-deaf bitch 
the one that's going deaf that, that is like the interpreter for the, the other deaf bitch. Why is there so uh, many deaf bitches? I don't know. Like it's, it's like <laughs> a lot of deaf Deffingtons this, this fucking couple seasons. And then there's the badass bitch who came with those people. There's just a badass bitch. Now the jizz is on your chin. That's that was on my chin. Uh, that's adorbs. It's just pieces of say. lime. <laughs> <laughs> pieces of jizz. Pieces of jizz. Pieces of slambo. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're jumping through. Um, and I, I think that's all the people that were there. Uh, blah blah blah. So they get to the next part of the cave, and uh, Daryl lights a match. He's all like fucking woodsman, and like seeing which way the wind's blowing to, I guess, find the, the exit. So they start following, you know, the, this way out, and then it cuts. I think back to Negan at the Whisper Camp, and him. St- I forget her theory about what the fuck's going on. Uh, oh, she's she's like, I think there's a spy. That's what it is. She tells Gamma, oh. she's like, I think there's, there's a spy because they found the horde. She tells Gamma to go to the border and tell all the ones like protecting the border to like start looking out because you know that she thinks that's going on and uh and negan tells her he's like i think you have to look at yeah i think you're looking at this the wrong way don't make the same mistake i did you know trusting people closest to you just because they're always kissing your ass he's like look he's like i don't think it's uh i forget what what, what he refers to beta as like the big whatever fanboy he's like i don't think it's him he's like loyal to uh fault but uh i would start looking at gamma uh, so then it cuts back to, to the cave friends, and then Daryl, oh yeah, she's just, Carol, she's gotta go, this bitch gotta go, she just starts really? breaking down. Daryl telling her, uh, she's the one that caused all this by just being a crazy cunt, she just starts breaking down hysterically, crying, saying, uh, she needs to kill Alpha for, for, I guess, Henry dying, which was the kid that she, she loved, uh, and he, he tells her people getting hurt because of her, uh, and, and makes her promise to stop, stop trying to kill out of revenge, and she does promise. Uh, so, uh, blah, 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 they're doing all the matches again, and then, uh, yeah, the, the match goes out, and it's, like, whispers are there. So then, like, but some of them still had, like, flashlights and shit, they kill the whispers, uh, blah, 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 and then there's a marking, there's, like, an arrow, and, the, and they start following that, and then it's, like, real narrow, they're crawling through it, Fat okay. Jerry's struggling a little bit, <laughs> he can't uh, <laughs> yeah, so then it goes, uh, Back to, to Negan uh, and them. Oh, that's when he told her. That, that's what it was. He walked up on her while she was pissing and uh, starts telling her about the alternate like uh, theory he has about about all that, the spy and all that. Uh, so then, yeah, they're crawling through the narrow-ass cave and Carol starts again having just an anxiety attack, just breathing heavily and blah, blah, blah. Uh. And then the, the deaf bitch like, comforts her. And that's uh, something that like later made me even more pissed. She's just an emo dumpster fire. Uh... Then, like, like I said, they're all crawling through this narrow shit, and Jerry starts hearing this fucking weird ass noise behind him, and realizes this walkers crawling up behind him. Oh no! And fat ass Jerry getting stuck, and uh, and all that. It's it's getting real fucking like tense. And uh, Daryl's like, lose your pack, lose your gear, and he starts taking it off. And then they finally pull him out, uh, and his boots all torn up. But they realize like the zombie didn't bite through it. Like it started biting his fucking boot, uh. but it's like torn. But it, they didn't get through it, so he didn't he didn't fucking get bit. Uh, and then they realize it's like another like just open pit they come out in. It's like another big open pit of just zombies. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like a uh, uh, mind fuck. But then I, I guess they found like a fucking uh, like some wood. They start tearing it apart, and then it's like a fucking mine. It's a mine entrance. So they start uh, digging and, like, coming up to the fucking, like, earth or whatever. One of them finds, like, uh, a case of, like, TNT. And Jerry's like, no, don't fuck with that. Don't fuck with that. That's fucking dangerous. Like, just cover that back up. We're not even going to consider that. Because the, the cave's all, or the mine's all fucking rat raggedy. It's going to fucking cave in. Like, it's really fucking, like, old and shit like that. Uh, 
So then, uh, it just comes back to uh, Alpha telling Negan, like, you're coming with me. Marches him out in the woods. Don't don't look back at me. And he's just, like, rambling. He's just going off. He's right. like, I have a problem with silence. He's like, I really can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah. This is really stressful. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, chomping at the bit. And finally, he's like, look, you are different than me. I was a monster because I had to save people. And you're basically called her a piece of shit. And she's like, turn around. Or she goes, take off all your clothes. So he's freaking out because even earlier in the episode, she like had a knife up to his junk. And yeah. was like, if, you, if I find out any, you're fucking with me, I'll fucking cut it all off. So she's like, take off all your clothes. He fucking does. And then she tells him to turn around. And she's fucking naked just with the mask on. Oh, no. And she's disgusting and fat. And she's like, you're a crass man and you're going to get a crass reward. And, wow. and he mentions something about going to take the mask off and she's like does it bother you and he goes strangely no and they start <laughs> they start kissing I want to like, I want to throw the mask on oh yeah. my god and her fat oh disgusting body and oh my god yeah I want to throw up right the oh, fuck she's now she's fat right the fuck now yeah okay. she was yeah. like really skinny just in the, looks in like the comic a chubby or... lumpy fucking bag of shit just real gross oh, real god. gross bro real ratchet and Ryder was, like, dead like I was flesh. laughing and wanted to throw up at the same time and Ryder just says yeah he He'd been in jail for a while. Like, I guess that's yeah, what he's, he's going gotta do what I gotta just do. figured him doing, like, what he had to do to get the job done. But she mentioned that as well. Like, yeah. he's been in prison for, like, a year or so. I'm like, yeah, but still. Still. It's interesting, oh. though, that the species you I been like, I, was, I would have been like, I was gay, but then you're probably getting rammed uh, up the ass by bait at that point. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's any win to this situation, to the sitch. <laughs> yeah. There's no win-win to the sitch. What were you saying? I was going to say, the speech you mentioned him giving, though, was the speech in the comic that he gave her right before he he chopped her head off. Oh, so I don't know like if it's still uh, headed in that now direction he or now. I fucking his head in her. <laughs> yeah, so. no. I don't know. Maybe they're going to be like. it up a little bit. They're going to have zombie babies. So. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. It's looking disgusting. Yeah, do you have to put like a, a walker face on a little baby? I like, guess. On an Fuck infant, yeah, you right? do. Yeah. Of course you do. You got to kill a bit zombie baby. Get that fucking zombie, <laughs> zombie baby, baby head. Yeah. Or you can have a weird old man head on him like a little baby. That would look fucking. <laughs> that look crazy as fuck. Cray cray. Uh, in the bravery. But then, uh. So then it cuts back to them. They're getting out of the fucking mine. And then Carol's missing. Carol's missing. So, uh, so Really back. just hating on Carol right now. Because I've, I've heard that she was great in the she's series. She's running back into the thing. She's having a fucking breakout. I guess she's just going to let zombies fucking chop her at this point. She's a fucking <laughs> okay. mental fucking mess. Yeah. And so Daryl goes after her to fucking save her. Instead of everyone getting out... As they could have, because two people got out, uh, and then there were like, uh, I think there were either whispers or zombies uh, up top. They're fighting off. Uh, the deaf bitch and uh, the badass bitch are like, you know, going back in to try to see what's going on. Uh, Jerry's holding up a beam. The whole thing is collapsed at this point. Jerry's like grunting and like really struggling holding up a beam. Like it's really fucking tense. And uh, so finally, Daryl, I guess, gets her to come back. And then they're all running out. And then the whole thing collapses on the badass bitch and the, and the deaf bitch that Daryl's in. Oh, and he's freaking fuck. out trying to pull up the rubble. And because, oh, at the same time as, as the cave-in, the fucking dynamite went off. So it's like a huge, like, you don't even fucking know. These people probably aren't even alive besides the cave-in and the fucking uh, TNT Dynamite going off. Work. So now uh, Daryl's just having a meltdown. And the, the other, the, the deaf interpreter bitch, because it was, like I said, the badass bitch and the one deaf bitch. And she's like, look, we, we got to go. We got to go. That's going to attract every fucking thing around here. We got to go. We'll come back when it gets dark or, or a day or two or something. So that's the plan right now. And Carol's just, like, crying hysterically again. Like, just to tell me I'm a piece of shit. This is all my fault. And, and then it just ended. Then it just ended. The next week, though. Oh, that was the other thing. 
with uh, Alpha and fucking uh, Negan. Uh, I guess it was after that. It was another scene where I, I think it was Beta that came up, and he's like, "We're get where you told Gamma to go and meet those people." She never showed up. Then it showed the next week's clip, and it shows Gamma at Alexandria. So yeah, so Gamma I guess is having the uh, changeo, the changeo hearts. Ah. Hello. And she's helping them now. So yeah, that was a good episode. It was just fucking crazy with that fucking disgusting fucking <laughs> hot scene. <laughs> oh my god, Negan's like the, the the fucking coolest guy in the world, and now yeah. he's like, oh, oh fuck, fuck. I don't know. Would you rather fuck a ninety year old bitch like Slambo or fuck uh, fucking Alpha? I would probably fuck a ninety year old bitch. I'm not kissing a dead fucking. Oh yeah, Face just mask. flappy, flappy. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, then basically that is what a ninety-year-old bitch is, though, Slim. Like, yeah, but at least the skin's skin like flaps. alive a little bit. Kinda, like, it's a little is alive, it? So is I, it? I don't know. I'm assuming that mask has like maggots and shit crawling through. Yeah, it or, fuck yeah. yeah. A lot of goodness. A lot of goodness <laughs> in there. <laughs> fuck yeah. Just rotten flesh. <laughs> oh my Christ. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking board camp, baby. I can't wait till he comes back and has board camp fucking yeah. coronavirus stories. Yeah. Thank God he's not running for fucking election this year. He was he's already not shit out. Yeah. He's fucking, uh, it would have been just the same repeated bullshit that he always fucking jams out of his fucking dumb mouth. Oh, uh, where is that boy? I really am believing the board camp thing, though, because, like, yeah. I think for the past three years, we've been making fun of him about board camp, and I think finally he's like, you know what? I'm just going to lie to these fuckers. We make fun I'm of him about everything. Board camp. Everything under the fucking sun. We should still, if he comes back next week, I'm still just, like, act How like he went to board camp. camp. Yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> That's what's gonna fucking happen. I need to know. I need to know what yeah. the fuck is, is going down at that fucking board camp. I got a PS4. That fucking thing is awesome. badass. I got the fucking Spider-Man. I wanted to play God of War first, but it was like a digital download only, so it took like three days to fucking download. Oh my god. So I had the disc for Spider-Man, so I threw that in. That game is amazing. And William has a PS4 he got for Christmas, too, and he called me on it, too. Like, this fucking oh, cool. thing is so badass. Is, is it like just, Skype or it's like a just like through just PlayStation? Voice it's chat. like yeah, yeah, voice call. Like it's called Party or something. And then oh, okay. he called me on there, and I'm like, "What's up, dude?" And he we were just talking. And he's talking about Spider Man. He's ahead of me, and uh, he's like, "Daddy, uh, did you play as Miles yet, Miles Morales?" And I'm like, "No, that's fucking badass." So I was excited about that. And then later that night, I got to the. And it's like the saddest, most fucking traumatic shit ever. It was rough. It's rough. So. Yeah. But it's else. It's a really good game. Really cool game. Uh, what else? You you make the that that's like the best decision in the world buying a PlayStation Four at the end of its life because all the games like, are like all the games are super cheap and then like yeah. by the by the time like the PS Five is at the end of its life you you still have PS Four games you're well, going was, through. I so. mean, Ewan was like, "Daddy, why don't you wait till the five? And I'm like, oh, "I'm thinking too. Like, I might still have that money. Like, uh, you know, I have the money now. I might as well grab it." And I'm like, and I'm thinking like, "No, there's so much shit I have." There's, to yeah, there's so on. many things for the P- PlayStation Four. That were great games that Such like great you could spend the entire time of the PlayStation 5's life just playing PlayStation 4 games. I still was playing <laughs> PS3 games until maybe about a half a year ago that I yeah. never got that I was still like looking up ones like uh what are those uh fuck Tales like Tales of Exilia. Oh like, uh t- yeah I know what you're talking about the Tales there's a whole like series that really of that. good really fucking they're good. like uh JRPGs right yeah 
Cool. Yeah, they were really fucking awesome. The, the couple ones I, I, I grabbed and that, that people said were good were fucking amazing. So, and I got uh, the the new near autumn or whatever. Fucking, near autumn. Yeah, I don't know. Because the original year was one of my favorite games ever. So I got that. I got South Park. I got a bunch, a bunch of shit already. Which South too. Park? The, uh, the the superhero the, oh, the one? The second one. Or, okay, right, there right. Because you had stick it. That's right. Stick, there was yeah, then there was uh, fractured butthole. Yep. The Fractured Butthole. That's the one I gotta play. It I makes got, fun of all the, like, superheroes or is something. Is that what it does? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, makes cool. fun of, like, Marvel, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe God. and the DC characters and stuff like that. I don't know. That. Something happened with them recently. I think somebody's all bent out of shape about South Park now that people are trying to take South Park out, I think. I saw about a week ago. People all fucking, fucking bent out of shape. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're just gonna run out of shit to attack. I think at some point. I think it was like, uh, and I haven't watched since, like, I don't even know. It had to be early 2000s. I haven't watched Simpsons, but, uh, uh, Tucker Booth had tweeted um, a news article about uh, the guy who voiced the Pooh get lost his job, like because he's not. And now they, they like in videos and shit or whatever movies, like they, years ago they started where if this character is an Egyptian, we have to have an Egyptian play them because a Pooh wow. is is a, an Indian uh, male uh, and and the voice actor is a white guy. So he lost his job. Yeah, they've, what they've the gotten fuck? so PC. That is shitty. A voice actor should be able to do anything. Especially if voice. you've been doing the character since its inception, yeah. since like the very beginning. Dude, like, what the fuck? It's not. Yeah, it's that fucking not. That is shitty. PC police, bro. That's what's gotten. Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. I, I can't believe so that. So a guy that's got a gig for what? It's like yeah. 40 years at this point? That's since the 80s. Since the early '80s, now losing like, his job because lost he's... a weekly paying gig. Because it's of... a fucking animation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah no. you get an Indian guy we're not gonna know it's an Indian so guy it's what the if, same like, thing what as what's that thing in uh, what was the talking fucking animal in, in Final Fantasy 7 Red X or whatever Red, oh Red I remember that a little, yeah. so they gotta like breed these things they now? gotta like, get a dog to talking wolves serves what the quick the next what about Garfield, the next Garfield reboot it's gotta be a real <laughs> orange cat we gotta meow yeah I'm gonna start petitioning for that shit I want fucking talking animals and shit motherfuckers I I want real T Rexes in fucking <laughs> fucking Jurassic Park. The CG I want the crossbreed shit. shit. The want... CG shit is racist as fuck. Yeah. We need a real dinosaur. Real fucking dinosaurs <laughs> need to fucking be present. I'm gonna fight for that right, bro. Like fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I want real fucking robots. I want Transformers everywhere. <laughs> Anyone that's like Transformers isn't real. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, what's this shit? Look what I got done. You've been doing the voice of Optimus yeah. Prime fuck for fifty you. years. You're not, you're, a you're not a real robot. You're not a changer, John. <laughs> <laughs> not truck him his prime <laughs> we need to start we need to get the fucking market on that we need to start fucking developing we need to start fucking like cutting your car apart slim yeah turning it into a transformer yeah <laughs> we need to probably would function better as a transformer we, than it does as a truck we need to grasp your car onto slambo <laughs> we need to you never make him like a cyborg, though. Like, it, yeah, I guess we could do that. We could, also, he could be a transforming have human. Have to sell like thing. some cats on him. He's got to be <laughs> yeah, all this and like fucking dinosaur gen genetics and shit. We got to make him everything we need. <laughs> He's gonna be the voice of every CGI of cartoon character. He's gonna be the voice of the future. It's gonna be every fucking thing to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's about break time unless you all got right. something to wow the crowd uh, with. i got nothing i saw the sign at the hedgehog movie i liked it that's all i gotta say so i I'm actually home, right? so i I'm actually home? no i saw it with my cousin oh, but actually oh. i i hate jim carrey but yeah, i thought he, he was great in this movie he did a really good job he kind of sold the character he he was he was really good he was perfect for that character <laughs> the movie was like f pretty like funny 
and it there's just some great fucking like lines in it. Like it How was, was Chris just, Pratt. It was good. Chris Pratt is the voice of Pikachu, right? No, that's yeah, <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> so Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog, is it that and it's Sonic Ryan, Hedgehog it's is? Ryan Reynolds. That's what I said. Uh, who voices uh, Pikachu? That's Beta, right? Um, yes, and I think uh, Sonic is voiced by some guy named Ben. I don't know who the fuck he is. He's nobody. Ben like, Kenobi. I think so. Yeah, I think it's like Ben Kenobi. Fuck. Yeah. I hope he was a real Ben in real fucking life. If they did, was this, was this fucking Hedgehog? Yeah. Was he a real Pikachu? Uh, probably. Uh-huh. Fuck. But Sonic the Hedgehog, great movie. Go see it. Yeah. It. Yeah. No, I won't. Ta- Tails shows up at the end. There was a, <laughs> oh. It was great because they have that secret, you know, like how Marvel does all the like uh, post-credit scenes or whatever, scenes oh, in the middle of the credits. Yeah, yeah. The middle credit was like Tails showing up and there was some oh, 30-something-year-old right. kid like three seats behind me that was like, Tails, let's go! And I'm like, all right. <laughs> was that guy you? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Oh, it's another 30-year-old man <laughs> who was like, super excited to see Tails. <laughs> I can't punch the up just because he yelled so loud <laughs> was there like a thing with the helicopter head? yeah like, no not helicopter oh. head no no tails tail. tails has a tail oh, yeah, the no, tails head. Head. yeah just... so so he comes well, out like and he's movie. like i'm gonna find sonic and fly away Mega man movie. that would be cool i do love a good mega man fuck yeah so fuck yeah what? Right. who played dr wiley fucking jim carrey Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, it's Jim Carrey does Dr. Robotics. Yeah, Ryan Doc- Reynolds. Dr. Riley, Wiley, uh, I don't know who would be good for that. Like, uh, fucking, yeah, I don't even know, man. Like, uh, Jim Carrey, for, I think. <laughs> Jim Carrey, yeah. <laughs> All these. <laughs> He's just going to be every Steve video Coulter. game villain. I say Steve Coulter. Steve Coulter would fucking... be an amazing Dr. Wiley. Damn right, damn right. And with that, we're going Steve to break. Steve Coulter and his eight robot masters. <laughs> This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, 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 and I'm appearing with the, the delightful scumbags. Uh, Robin Slim. Rob's the old one. Where's Robbie the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. said three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. 
go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Back. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, y'all? I gotta preference this because this song's very important to me. This band is very important to me. So I'm gonna be covering a song by um, my all time favorite girls at the Spice Girls. And let me tell you something. Do you remember back in the 90s when Baby Spice had a little baby in her? Yeah, this was uh, exclusive for you guys. Robin Slim exclusive here. That was my baby. That was my little baby, Driz. The one she boarded? Yeah, I don't know why she did that. I used to call her my seasoning and shit, but, like, What's I don't know. She just oh, wasn't into it after a while. But Mrs. Dash. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Wombie, Spice Girls, ha, 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 yo, I tell you what I want, what I really, really want, so tell me what you want, what you really, really want, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want, so tell me what you want, what you really, really want, I wanna, ha, I wanna, ha, I wanna, ha, I wanna, ha, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig, zig, zag, ah, if you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act together, we could be just fine. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna ha, I wanna, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig, zig, zag, ah. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Gotta get with my friends. 
Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you wanna be my lover, you have to go. You have gotta give. Taken is too easy, but that's the way it is. Oh, what do you think about that? Now you know how I feel. So you can handle my love. Are you for real? Are you for real? I won't be hasty. I'll give you a try. If you really bug me, then I'll say goodbye. Yeah, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha. I wanna really, really, really wanna zig, 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 ah. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta give. You've gotta give. Taking it is too easy, but that's the way it is. So here's a story from A to Z. You wanna get with me? You gotta listen carefully. We got them in the place who likes it in your face. You got G like MC who likes it on A. Easy V doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. And as for me, ha, you'll see. Slam your body down and wind it all around. Slam your body down and wind it all around. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. You gotta give. Taking it is too easy, but that's the way it is. If you want to be my lover, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta slam, slam, slam. Make it last forever. Slam your body down and wind it all around. Slam your body down and wind it all around. Ha, ha, ha. Slam your body down and wind it all around. Slam your body down and zig, zig, zag, ah. If you want to be my lover. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you do say that. <laughs> you had that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you that baby spicy, my little Miss Dash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, have you been first? <laughs> oh, only for the past 30 years. Oh. Oh. Tris so has just been waiting for you to pick a Spice Girl song. <laughs> Is there another Spice Girl song? Yeah, uh, the couple. You ever see the Spice Girls movie? No. Yeah, just watch that. Take some phones from that. I know that movie. Yeah. It's like some aliens and shit in that man. It's a little bit of sci-fi. It's cool shit. Like the Fembot? It's yeah. not as cool as the Fembot. It's not as good as too many rapes. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Phantom Boner takes Manhattan 3. It's, uh, it's tonight's episode. You got it? Mm-hmm. This is Phantom Boner? Yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's see. My volume back up. Yeah, it is. God damn. I'm good. After exchanging $27.33 and a blowjob for the deed to Manhattan, Phantom Boner and Greaser returned to Rape Force One. Oh, fuck. Look who's still alive. <laughs> Yo, 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 look what I got, Fembot. I'm the proud owner of Manhattan now. 
Good for you, I guess, asshole. But aren't you forgetting that Toronto dump? Uh, Sign the entire fucking country over to me right before we kill them. Yo, yo, yo. I can't even remember the last 10 minutes, Captain. And look at this shit. I own Manhattan now. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, I can't take this goddamn moron, baby. Hit the time circuits. Aye, aye, Captain. After not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After the time jump, Rape Force found themselves in New York City yet again. This time in the year 1986. Yay! Here we are again in New York City, but this time it's 1986, Captain. Fuck, baby, I feel like I'm in a bad sitcom or something, and the the writers are just running out of shit at this point. I hope we haven't jumped the shark. It's okay, baby. I restocked your room with strawberry ice cream, and my cute little butthole is all yours. Ugh, fuck, goddammit, that's my girl. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Do you think there's a castle here for me now, and I'm a queen or something? Yeah. Probably not, you dumbass motherfucker. I don't think Manhattan ever had a queen, asshole. And I, but I do see a statue of you in a dress shucking an Indian chief's cock on the monitor. It looks like some Native Americans are pushing it over right now. Yo, yo, yo! Why the fuck are they doing that shit? That's disrespectful AF. Let's go take care of that shit. Phantom Bona, still wearing the dead hooker's dress from 1926, walks straight into the park where the American Indians were defiling the statue of him sucking the Indian chief's cock, accompanied by Greaser, Daxter, and Ass Rapiel. 
Yo, yo, yo! What the fuck are you cunts doing? I'm that hot little piece of ass from that statue. By the heavens, it is you, my squaw. How have you not aged, though? Are you goddess? Yo, 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 you're damn right. I'm a real time-traveling goddess, you nasty squirrel fucker. Why are your stupid friends doing this? Because, goddess, my people are angry and want their land back. <coughs> they said you trick of me for it. <coughs> Yo, yo, yo. If you don't know, Cockless, I was a man in a dress. That's your fault, bitch. I got the deed fair and square. Yeah. Oh, want me burn them, Phantom Boner? Fuck yeah, I'll start slicing them up too. And you can shoot him with lava while the doctor fingers a butthole and jerks off. I'm a bunger! Yo, yo, yo. We might have to, guys. But first, let me see if I can calm these fuckers down with this. Why don't you little bitches take a seat? Stop trying to push that statue over and take a seat. That's right. Sit down, cause I got a story to tell you. I sucked a lot of cock. So much cock, you wouldn't even be able to count it. On your hands, both hands, and your toes, it just wouldn't amount to the amount of cock that I've sucked. But by sucking all that cock, and especially his cock right over there, I paid for this land with my mouth and all the cum that I swallowed. I still have that guy, I still have his cum in my stomach because it just sits there and also it's really been only like probably like five minutes since i sucked his dick but to you guys it's been a lot of years but we don't want to get into that because your minds will be fucking blown you know time travel is a weird slope but if you want you know what i can do for you i can suck you 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 and you that's right all you stop pushing over that statue because every single one of you i'll fucking suck your cock because you know what out of all the millions of cocks that I've sucked, and I've sucked a lot of cock, I'm talking, it's this way, way up into the sky. Like, if you were to build a tower that was the size of the amount of cocks that I sucked, I mean, it probably would, like, fucking hit the moon. Like, it'd be pretty high up there. But what I'm saying, out of all the different, like, nationalities and all that that I've sucked, Indian cum has been the best cum that I've ever tasted. So, not only am I telling you that I will suck your cocks, but, man, am I going to love every fucking moment of it. So whip him out, boys. After finishing his terrible song, Phantom Bonus sucked over 500 uncut Native American cocks until they came in the middle of Manhattan. Daxter fingered his ass and masturbated furiously while Greaser and Ass Repeal went to McDonald's for Happy Meals and to play in the ball crawl. When Phantom Bonus swallowed the last load of salty goodness... 
The American Indian gentlemen all stood his cocksucking statue back up. He spoke to all of them before leaving. Yo, yo, yo. If you assholes ever do that fucked up shit again to my sweet statue, I'll suck all your cocks and teach you a lesson. That's too many rapes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah, Boners took Manhattan, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you really, the Triss really took Manhattan. Phantom Boner, not the Phantom Boner, that's not right. Not this yeah. timeline, which is probably the real timeline, but we don't know, we don't know yet. Uh, For the Driz. I don't think he has a cock, he claims he does, but he's, he's not, he's cockless. Alright. He did, he did impregnate Baby Spice, apparently, somehow, I so... I don't believe that. <laughs> right? second. I don't know. I, mean, I think timeshare Slim has up. more than a chance <laughs> <laughs> fucking the Driz. All right. All right, we're going up. We'll be back. I actually got to be honest, no, and yeah. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. You're getting a timeshare. Oh, <laughs> right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The childhood home, a stroll down memory lane for some, for others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. <coughs> Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Hey, I'm Jack. 
And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Fuck yeah, Sauces Matisse. Fucking get on that motherfucker. That first song and the first break, Fun versus Fun, is definitely my favorite song. Is he still, uh, he's still rocking it? No. He's doing beats. He's making beats, though, and selling oh, okay. beats. He's just been producing. I definitely want to have him back on soon. But yeah, no, he stopped rapping a couple months ago, I'd say. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, no, he's producing and selling beats, so. Which is good. I mean, That's he had, great. he re- in the time oh. that he was rapping, though, like, he released so much. It well, was we like came across him, he already had, like, four or five albums, I want to say. And that yep. was, like, at the beginning, like, first season, I think we came across him. Like, yeah, he's fucking amazing. It's Drizzle News. We gotta hire him to make some uh, beats for the Drizzle oh, right here. Why the ones he, he's not enjoying the ones he already has? <laughs> no, I mean I think he, he likes them, but you know. the bottom of Drizzle News. I'm sticking the last three just for the pictures. Just for the pictures. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I want oh, man. Uh, man, man, missing man, 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 missing man. That sounds like a Drizzle song. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it does. Would you perform that live at Drizzlebees? Yeah, of course That's I would. That's only for your paying patrons, Ooh, right? Otherwise, you're okay. not doing it on Periscope or nothing like that, Ooh, right? You got to pay that $5 a month so you can hear some exclusive Drizz raps in front of the Drizzlebees. Fuck yeah. Is, that, is that Drizzlebees? Yeah. Well, Patreon? I do it live. And like if they if if, if they show slits? up, yeah, but, right. but if like they show up to the Drizzlebees... And I know, like I know, I, I know who pays me. You just heard him. He's yeah. gonna be putting out exclusive tracks on. I'm just Robin gonna Slim's beat the shit yet. out of you if you like show up at my drizzle bees thinking you, do you that? paid. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think I you were that. manly enough. Yeah, well, I got guys that do it for me. Not but, having, you know, uh, testosterone in your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man arrested. At Louisville's McDonald's after allegedly stabbing his girlfriend in the neck of the wind, Driz. Yeah. Maybe she stole a McNugget. I've gotta be, like, and why else? And she earned a McStabbins. Yeah. And according to arrest records, the witness told the uh, police he, they saw Ricky Bosco, 44 years young, and his girlfriend walking right before he started striking her in the head. That's a head stab. That's what they call a death stab, right, Driz? Yeah. You don't want that death stab? You don't eat that nugget. You, you don't get that yeah. stuff. At Bosco. As Bosco pulls his hand back, the witness already had a knife in his hand. The witness described the blade as five to six inch straight knife. Is there a curved knife, Striz? Yeah, there's all kinds of different knives, but he used a straight knife. Curved knives hit all the right spots, I heard. Yeah. The woman was transported to the University Hospital following the stabbing. Stab a bunga. Officers yeah. were able to catch up at Bosco. With Bosco at McDonald's, he didn't see the crime. He was just eating like a motherfucker, right? He didn't give a yeah. shit. He was hungry. He needed all that food. He needed her Happy Meal. Uh, that's what our arrest citations say. Police did not specify what McDonald's it took place in. Can you specify, Driz? 
No, but I know if you're gonna stab your wife, you better do it in front of a McDonald's. What's the most popular condiment you drizzle outside of McDonald's? Outside of a McDonald's, I try to do something different than what they have. So I have like a honey ranch, because they don't really sell anything like that. I have that a honey ranch. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's delicious. Moscow was charged with second degree domestic violence assault. He's scheduled to be arraigned Monday, Monday, Monday. What are you scheduled for Monday, Grizz? Y'all yeah, don't have anything on Monday. No Drizzlins? Uh, Hire him now. Well, Sriracha on Monday. Robin Slim on uh, Patreon, right, Chris? Yeah. That's how they find you. I'll put Robinson Patreon. You can get my whole albums if you pay $5 a month. Where are those albums? Go on Patreon. Robinson Patreon. Uh, since today. Okay. I'll go pay right now. I need a new Driz album. If they're not there, I don't know. I got your money. That's all matters. <laughs> Man arrested after shooting victim and taking dog in Daytona Beach for the win. I think you should you should be arrested for bringing a dog to t- be at Daytona Beach. That's the only way to get a guy's dog, right, James? You shoot him yeah. for the win. Just after 2:30 p.m. Daytona Beach time, Daytona Beach police were called to the 800 block of North Seagrave Street after receiving a call for help. Why the guy he shot that he called? Yeah. Investigators said the victim was walking his dog when Dwayne Foster, 23 years young, approached with a 22 caliber handgun and told the victim to empty his pockets. When the victim refused to, Foster fired several shots, one of which hit the victim in the thigh. Well, that's what you do, right? You empty yeah. your pockets like a good boy. Dwayne Foster has one hell of a nose. He's got yeah. a good thigh shot. I kind of want to hire him. Just yeah. shoot a guy in the thigh, maybe. Once he gets out of prison. Yeah, he's got a sweet tattoo on his chest that says only love. If you yeah. ever need somebody in the thigh, hire Dwayne Foster, yeah. 23. Don't be confused. It says only love, but he's still wearing the fucking Kappa guy. He'll cap a guy in the thigh. That sounds like a yeah. new song. Kappa guy in the thigh. But I'll do it with love. That's jizz, yeah. right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. The victim was treated on the scene, and he planned to go to the hospital of his own afterwards. So why was he going to the hospital so many times? He just got treated, Driz. Yeah. Sounds like he's abusing the system. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have only love. Yeah. He's, he's, got, uh, love. he's ripping off the, the, the good taxpayers. Why are you right-clicking? That's always something Preston Gunderson does when he writes a book. Officers were able to find Foster. He was in possession of the victim's dog and a gun. Was he loving that dog, Jess? He was. He was only giving it love. He was giving that dog lots of love. He was shaking that pup. I think he got that dog's name tattooed on his back. Fucking rubbing the dog. It's the Driz song, right? Yeah. What do you rap it? Rubbing the dog when you're downtown. You gotta give that dog a good rub. It only likes good rubs, not bad rubs. What about a tongue? A little bit of togging for the dogging. Is that raw dogging? Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just like if you're gonna rub a dog, you're dogging. That's what they call it. Light it up. Sounds like a crime. Vincent <laughs> 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 Gainesville, man. Gainesville, man. Found dead. 
in Lake Lanier, yeah. Hall County, Georgia. The Hall County Sheriff's Office confirms uh, a body found in Lake Lanier is a Gainesville man reported missing in early February. I'll understand why he tried to swim if you don't know how to swim. Brian Ferguson, 33, not related to Terry Ferguson, was last seen by family members on February 1st and officially reported on missing on February 9th. Why'd they wait to eight days, Driz? Oh, no. They thought he was uh, camping, right, Driz? Yeah. Well, at that time, Ferguson reportedly told family members he just needed to go clear his head. Why didn't he get that fucking awful head of hair cut off if he needed to clear it? That would go to the yeah. salon, right, Driz? Yeah, yeah, he really needs to go to a barber or something. I, you, you always talk about salons, like, like that's your, your thing. Yeah, a salon could probably fix him up, I think, maybe. Well, official Spanish truck abandoned with They would just tire. do a little snip snip here. Do you think the salon guys got him? Probably. They, they were trying to get him for a haircut. They cut his tires at the lake, but his body wasn't found until Saturday in Fisherman's Cove. Have you ever been in Fisherman's Cove, Chris? Yeah, of course I've been in Fisherman's Cove. I've been in every cove in the entire fucking world. What's your favorite cove? Raven Cove. What? That's just the fucking dock, bro. Raven uh, Cove, you You ever been to Piranha Cove? That's rough. That's fucking painful. Have you done any docking? Uh, yeah, docking. You do that at Docking Cove. Where's Docking Cove located? It's on the docks. Uh, What's the nastiest thing you've driven on the docks? A fucking piranha. I think you killed Brian Ferguson. Yeah, I'm not admitting to anything. I think Brian Ferguson just wanted to face some fears and he like told his family like, Yo, I'm gonna face my fear today. And his family was like, ah, yeah, whatever, Brian. I think his parents and he was like, like afraid of water. Uh, his parents look like brother and sister with his eyes like that. Uh, his pointy-headed. He got a long neck like me. Uh, he looks like you, Dreds. It kind of looks like me. The Driz is dead! The fucking adorable. <laughs> Where's the celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? Uh, I like those. I like that first. Because I was like listening. Uh, Mel. <laughs> That's for the Driz. Let's go. I don't know. Dusty? Less? Dusty. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. As the kids say. This is Slim Celebrity Gossiping News. Oh, yeah. The Weekend. Kendrick Lamar sued over Black Panther uh, track, You Stole Our High-Pitched Sounds. Ah! How, do you, how do you rip off somebody's high-pitched sounds? High yeah, it's my... Like, <laughs> I don't understand. You stole my high-pitched sounds. You stole my... Uh, that's my yeah, high-pitched that's sound. My high that's not his high... That's my high-pitched sound, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. The weekend and Kendrick Lamar might want people to say some prayers for them. Uh, they're being Lots sued of prayers, weekend and Lamar. for uh, allegedly jacking music for their hit song, Pray For Me. A Brooklyn-based rock band called Yaysayer claims the duo lifted material from its 2007 song, Sunrise, 
slightly altered it and inserted it into their Prey single, which was featured on the Black Panther sidetrack. So did they really just take some random sounds? I don't know. Is this it? Okay. So this is very. This is the original. This is the the Yaysayers. All right, here let's hear Yaysayers. Uh, of course, there's five ads. No. Is it the high pitched sound? I'm assuming. Okay, I'm. Okay, I'm. That. I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. say it's that. So, now we got so let's that. keep that and in mind. Just off the top of my head, that sounds like something in a weekend song. Like I just. I doubt that he would have stolen it. Or it just something, like something in church. Would have <laughs> like on his own. Let's hear let's hear the song from the Black Panther movie. Black Panther soundtrack. This probably isn't it. Oh no. It's similar, but it's close, but dude, that is not that is not the same. No, go back, go back, it's like a different beat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that they're going far. See, there's a slower. Well, they did say altered it, but hey. anybody can make that fucking noise, though. Like, yeah, I'm not, I've heard this song before. Like, I do enjoy this song. Like, it, it's, Maybe, but even so, it's a fucking sound. It's a long way to go. Uh, yeah, that. and if, if they really did, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The band claims Weekend and Kendrick slightly modified the recording. Uh, with intent to conceal the infringement and use it in Pray For Me up to eight different times in the track. It, I, it does sound like it's it there. Yeah. Yeah, but no, then again, like, who the fuck cares? That's the thing. That's the thing uh, years ago. Like, uh, well, that's why uh, MC Hammer got in trouble for sampling beats not at a different speed than I knew friends of mine from back in the day that would just speed shit up and sample shit and like set, set the speed differently yeah yeah you, you get away with it that way so how, how do you prove that does the weekend and uh, kendrick lamar have to bring their uh, yeah, guy yeah. to yeah, like court their, uh, and then and then like the yaysayers gotta bring their oh guy and they gotta both like oh and then we have to like compare those and do they sound similar one of them I hope is a cat I hope it's I don't know how you prove that cat slambo hybrid (laughs) (laughs) I hope one's an old like an American Indian child (laughs) and the other's a speaking cat (laughs) yeah no see does that sound like like I ripped it off of the yaysayer it's kind of like the same thing right sounds like you ripped it off from all of them Hoping that everybody sues you for that. <laughs> yeah. What's your next right. story? Melcy says, Melcy. Melcy. It's a scuffle with Victoria Beckham nearly. Uh, who? Uh, uh, Beckham. Yeah, who? Uh, nearly cost her Spice Girls gig. What? Uh, all right. I think that uh, is the start of where some of my problems came, so says Melcy. Yes, yeah, so, so I don't know. With- I don't know them. No uterus spice? I don't. So, I mean, like... Oh, you don't on, know their real on. names? I, I don't know not... their real names, but I can oh, tell you... you're not a real So, but, well... Here, I thought you were. This is, this is pepper spice. Baby <laughs> spice. <laughs> uh, ginger spice. Uh, black girl scary? spice. Uh, scary? Scary, scary spice. You're right. And then... Fuck is that? I think that's pepper Cunty? spice, right? Slutty? Twatty? I don't salty. I don't. I don't remember them all. I just yeah. know this one. This is baby spice. Oh, she's, that's the one you were obsessed. She's my girl. Yeah. Okay. 
That's the Jersey's like, underwear. I don't know. So what happened? So who's fucking baby? The Spice Girls are one of the most successful. See, the, the, let me just say this from my heart: the Spice Girls are one of the most successful groups of all time. What about the Beatles, I would. I was not say as successful that. as the uh, Spice Girls. They had many albums. Spice this? Girls had two songs. Yeah, two but they're two. They're two and a half songs. Way better than anything the Beatles <laughs> ever did. <laughs> Just blew them out of the, the water. Fucking Rolling Stones. Yep. Spice Girls way better. <laughs> so I have proof. It's right here. <laughs> most successful. Allison Chains. <laughs> can't hold so a chain. Allison Chain can't hold a chain to the Spice Girls. Wow, are you writing for TMZ now? <laughs> <laughs> I've learned. I could probably get a job with TMZ at this point. A blowjob. A bit of fight between uh, M- Malini, Mel Melanie, C. I don't know. Malini. Is that gender? I, I don't know which one that was. Mel C. And, and uh, Victoria uh, Beckham apparently nearly cost Mel her role in the band. Her role. Appearing on BBC's uh, des- uh, Big Black Cox? Desert Island's Disc program. Whoa, Desert <laughs> Island Dicks! <laughs> Program. A sporty. That's what it was. A sporty spice. All right. Sporty spice revisited those early days of the girl group. Getting all that BBC. While she uh, has spoken briefly about her posh face off in the past. Oh, posh. This time she also revealed how so, nearly being booted from the band because of the fight left a long-lasting impression on her. So she wasn't fancy, booted. Was slutty, fancy bullied slutty is what they're saying. I think that's what they're saying, but like, but why is Fancy so upset about it when, is like, she? it didn't... That's what it says. It says it left... It said her nearly being booted from the band because of the fight left a long-lasting impression on her. Probably, but she wasn't booted. Probably, she was jelly of all the BBC. Probably right. I just don't understand. Like she was, she kept her gig. So get the fuck over it. Oh, the claws come out. Yeah, what the fuck, Slim? I fucking love these girls. You better not be shitting on them. Uh, This is a funny story. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? (laughs) <laughs> she said about her and Victoria's early beef at the Brit Awards in 1996. I got more teeth than you. I was so hurt and Brit embarrassed Awards? about the situation. <laughs> I got more tooth. It'd be more like, yo, I got more tooth than you. That was my English accent. <laughs> <laughs> got a good point there. I was <laughs> 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 so Heard and embarrassed about the situation. You're embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed. The way you just said it was funny. I only started talking about it recently, but it's actually really funny. <laughs> we were at the Brits, and we all had a few drinks. And uh, on the way out, there was a little scuffle between me and Victoria. How's it a lasting uh, impression? Is that like? A, what's is this scuffle? basically is it like a finger blasting? Is that what we're I think so? Here? We can't say this on air, but I asked her to go away. That's like a Brit war. Go away. Yeah. Just go away. And I was told if that behavior ever happened again, I'd be out, oh. she said in 2019. In the most respectful way. Chris Holm told the uh, Guardian she actually told <laughs> Victoria to fuck off. Oh. And, well, so whatever. You guys are, were drinking, and you're a bunch of girls. You're all, like, friends and shit. And she getting was all like, the BBC oh, I'm going to kick you out of the, it. yeah, whatever. I get that big black. This is a big story. Big story. Dustin Diamond. What? Who's that? Screech? Oh yeah, it is Screech, right? Fuck yeah, it is. It's Saved by the Bell, 
without Screech, what? even SBTB at all? They're not bringing Screech in for this fucking reunion. Come on, really? Are you that high? Are you that bougie? Uh, Say by the bell that you're not gonna bring Screech back. back. Screech back. Well, wh- why do they all hate him? Because he wrote a book. I think he that, did like porn. talked did like a porn. bunch of shit. He did, did porn. He do the bo- I, don't I know think he book. did. He did a book about the Saved by the Bell. I think it's because he's the only one that stayed relevant over the years. Probably I think that's nobody. Why they nobody hate. knows. Dustin Diamond is the only person I know from Saved by the Bell. Honestly, he's the only one you give a shit about <laughs> yeah. anymore. He does like celebrity fighting. He has a big fucking cock. He's cooler than building. Okay, so Dustin Diamond's pleading his case to the makers of the Saved by the Bell reboot, saying his character is synonymous with the show, and and he hopes his former uh, castmates band together to make it happen. Yeah, Belding and Screech were the best thing on that stupid show. The man who played Screech in every episode of the popular teen sitcom and his spinoffs isn't shy about letting us know that fact. And he believes it's a major reason why he should be included in the reboot, which will star alumni uh, Mar- Mario uh, Lopez and Elizabeth Berkeley. They're like adults and their kids are now in school. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's don't unclear know. what other former cast members might make an appearance. Both Mark Paul and uh, Tiffany have yet to confirm a return, but Diamond's pretty clear he's not one of them, at least not yet. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not uh, teen, tween friendly. Um, Dustin, who's made headlines the past several years for his criminal case and other yes. unpleasant reasons, suggests he's snubbing. But from is like that idiom about bell, cutting off one's fucking, nose. It's not yeah. the fucking red carpet. It's not fucking. It's not the Emmys. It's fucking saved by the fucking bell. Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think he should start his own show. Just the Screech Show. Saved by Screech Cock. <laughs> Saved by Screech Cock. If you want to pass this classy, uh, yeah. yeah. Saved by Screech Cock. So Screech, like, moved to a different um, country. He, no, uh, I was thinking, yeah. like, a, a poor uh, inner city development. Yeah. Yeah, so he's not, he doesn't he, he doesn't interact with the old like um, Saved by the Bell characters because he's on ones. his own now. Yeah, the white ones. So he's well, in what, inner he's city. Well, he's got Lisa. He's got right. Lisa, she's she's brown. Yeah. And Mario. I don't know. Mario makes an appearance every now and then. The the bougie white ones, they're they're still they're still Bayville. <laughs> Bayview, whatever the fuck it is. Bell Bell Hop. We're going to break. <laughs> we'll see you in, in a few fuckers. Saved by the bell without TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save forty five percent on packages compared to your high priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-471-0253. 800 471 800 471 That's 800-471-0253. 
Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio. That is exactly right, Dave, because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode. <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value. Listen to Blockbuster Mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. So grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Rob and Slim Show. Guys, it's Isaac Thorne. Oh, Isaac, how are you, my friend? I am good. I'm uh, I'm sitting here celebrating the uh, the Drizz's uh, advertising gigs last week. Oh, yeah. he got at least one gig out of that. I, I feel that. Where's all that money, Drizz? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not obligated to tell you that. Oh man, Jamie, you're obligated to tell Jamie. Should I get him? I'll get him right now. Uh, nah, he's busy. <laughs> Busy at those Nashville honky tonks. <laughs> the Jamie, he's been down that road. He's walked the line. He's he's made that line. Uh, our author Isaac Thorne. Uh, did you enjoy the short Rick and Morty season we got, Isaac? I did. I'm. I'm. Even though it was short, I'm not sure I've caught all. What was it? Five episodes. Yeah, yeah. it was five. Like I feel like because at the end of uh, what was it? Season three. They said they had like four extra. So I feel like they just put out the four extra and then like one on top of it just to hold everyone over because it's been so long. Yeah. So long. They were great except for the toilet bowl episode. I hated that episode. I've never even gone into an episode not wanting to love it. But I don't know if you saw that one. It's called the old man in the seat, and I just didn't didn't dig it it felt like just recycled pieces of old episodes that just didn't oh, work man. didn't work man yeah i i didn't see that one but they are they are uh they're not far enough along yet for like clip show stuff <laughs> <you know? Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it felt like but i don't know if you saw the slut dragons and the xmas episode they were just my favorites my favorites and all the others were good though all the I, did the, I did see the dragons one, <sighs> I think. Yeah. And the best thing, the the slut dragon, the dragon, uh, the 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 one, the main one that was like uh, the one hoarding uh, uh, the album and all that. That that was voiced by uh, Sir Davos from Game of Thrones. So that oh, really? that tickled my soul. The <laughs> um, Xmas episode was at the snake. Well, yeah, the snake oh, planet. Oh my god, dude. the snake planet with the snake jazz. Everything in that episode was great. Where Jerry was like, "I'm the Jesus Christ of Christmas." <laughs> god damn. Yeah, I think I, as a as a show, I, I think they're lucky to be maintaining their fan base with yeah. these long dude, pauses between. I've said season. that. Yeah, like I, I honestly like myself. Just like I'm like I don't even know if I'm gonna dig this season because yeah. it's been like two and a half years or whatever. I I don't know yeah. what it's been, but yeah, it's been a long time, and yeah, they do, they do. It's kind of like uh, Rob and I were talking um, off mic earlier, but he just got a PlayStation 4, and we were talking about um, Kingdom Hearts, and oh. him and I both used to be like huge Kingdom Hearts fans, but it took him, this game, 
there like Kingdom Hearts 2 came out like 10 years ago and just this year they released Kingdom Hearts 3 and it's just like eh, I'm not interested anymore years, <laughs> like, it, it, it yeah. didn't make much sense years ago and it makes even less, less sense, sense now, now from yeah. what I've heard and like, as a as a fan, it really sucks to lose interest like that just because so much time has passed. Part of I, me is I, just itching like two knuckles deep to buy the goddamn game, but then I've heard yeah. so many people just say like, "Yeah, it's even even worse than the others, so don't bother." Uh, like, it's the third version of this character with a different name, and it doesn't make it makes less sense than it did three games ago. Like. <laughs> oh wow! I tried to tune into to uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Terror a couple of years ago, and and I just i hadn't watched it in in over a decade yeah. and i was like I, i'm just not into this anymore. dude that's <laughs> what i mentioned so earlier i haven't watched it since either early 2000s or late 90s but uh yeah i've not not been down with the isaac are you a fan of that series of uh, supernatural I've never watched Supernatural. I used to. Uh, I used to be a big fan of Smallville, and I would oh, catch I the beginning of Super of Supernatural, but I never okay. watched Supernatural. Oh, that's cool to hear, dude. I, I love fucking cool. Smallville. Smallville was great, I've but only um, a few, but yeah, yeah, I was just was thinking good. about a Supernatural. It was on their fifteenth fucking season, and they're wow. finally ending it. Wow! <laughs> like, I watched the first like five seasons because like. The first five seasons of that series, like the the guy who originally created, it wanted to end it after five. So the uh, spoiler alert, but the end of the fifth season, they kill fucking Satan. So I'm like, all right, this is it, <laughs> this is over. I don't need to watch this anymore. But it goes on for another ten seasons. They're finally That's uh, too many what? Too many rapes? Too many? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they're finally ending it after fifteen <laughs> seasons, and I'm like, I can't imagine like being an actor in a series like that that goes on for that long. That's got to be yeah. just like, exhausting. So, at fifteen seasons, I'm going to ask you, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, did you catch the uh, the Walking Dead uh, mid season premiere, Isaac? Yes, I did, and all I have to say is socks. <laughs> really? Oh wait, what? Socks, socks or socks? Socks like socks. on your feet. Socks. <laughs> I, I'm missing. I'm missing. <laughs> Negan. Negan and oh, um, that's all he was wearing. <laughs> they're they're still wearing their oh. socks. Oh, I gotta go back now and rewatch it yeah. and just uh, just see for the socks. But oh my yeah. god, I was, I was uh, reviewing the episode earlier and oh, it was nauseating and just laughable at the same time. <laughs> Negan, yeah, and no, I I enjoyed the episode, but yeah. like, seeing them there pressed together um, with their socks oh. on was just just struck me. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> I need I need at least a screenshot of socks. What what, what have you been writing, uh, Isaac? How's is Clumpies? Is Clumpies in the works? <laughs> I I have not started Clumpies yet. I oh. I've been working on uh, on a couple of short stories. Unfortunately, twenty twenty is has been uh, um, has not been easy for me to to find time to actually sit down and and uh, type out some stories. Well, that's because so you referred to it as twenty twenty. It's twentwon. That's what the kids are calling it. Twan-twan. Is that what they call it? T-W-U-N hyphen T-W-U-N. All caps. I'm an old man. I'm out of touch. (laughs) I'm an old man too, but I I just, I claim it. I got a microphone. I'm a professional. So that's what what it is. Twan-twan. Awesome. (laughs) I I will use that from now on so I can prove I'm in touch. 
Even on checks, even on checks, you gotta write, you gotta write the whole thing out. I don't sign anything without a twin-twin on the yeah. end of it. Because <laughs> they, 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 they'll like they'll forge it. Forgers are out there, and they will, they right. will alter it if if you write numbers. So you gotta write twin-twin the word. Yeah, they can't alter twin-twin. No, no one can alter twin-twin. <laughs> Only twin-twin can alter himself. I feel like twin-twin is another driz. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. Twan-twan's my little brother. Like yeah, like yeah. another incarnation. <laughs> because I was too lazy to come up with a voice for Twan-twan. <laughs> that's why. That's why. I was like, well, you were working on a, a comedy horror, right? Called Practical Ghosts. Ooh. Practical Ghosts. Yeah, I. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and and you know, before before anybody asks me, I'm a fan of the Travel Channel ghost hunting shows, okay. but. At the same time, I think they're really, really stupid. Yes. <laughs> so I I watch them for their entertainment value, but I do not believe in that that they're actually you know <clears throat> capturing evidence of of spirits. Not that I don't think ghosts could exist or or believe yeah. you know there aren't other dimensions or whatever. I just don't think these folks know how to make contact with it. So, so Slambo, uh, bless his soul, he may be dead. He don't may really be, know. yeah, we don't um, know. He had turned me on to the Travel Channel uh, ghost, because his parents are like ghost hunters, oh, and he's yeah. like, dude, you gotta see his like, Travel Channel. So, all I remember from the Travel Channel uh, ghost hunters is, is I remember watching an episode where a guy claimed that a ghost jerked him off. Whoa! <laughs> Isn't that, I, I did hear back in the day that, uh, Back in the day, they claimed if you had a wet dream, that was a ghost. That was a ghost. That was a ghost. Fucking you. <laughs> fucking j- jerking your dick off with their hole. I think I remember that episode. Right. <laughs> you know, Ghost Hunters is back. They, they ghost brought comers. Ghost Hunters back. And, ghost uh, Comers. With Dustin. Oh, is that the Taps? Yeah. That those guys? Yeah, the Taps dudes. Yeah. Um, but there's there's like two shows now. One of them is Ghost Hunters with a um, a portion of the original team. And the other is Ghost Nation with the founder of the original team. Oh, so, so it's like Ghost Wars. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. At Travel Channel, that's pretty much all they are. <laughs> Just Ghost, ghost Wars and Ghost Wars. Like, yeah, for the win. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, do, do you have something you could read us from that, Isaac? The I do. I, I I wrote a little, a little uh, horror comedy short story called Practical Ghost that... Uh, that is uh, inspired by these ghost hunting shows. And um, the, the section I picked to read is about 1,600 words. If I start to run over time, feel free to just, you know, like, jump in and stop me. Okay. All right, I'm muting the mics now, Isaac. All right. Joe peered through the smoke-stained glass of the broken window pane and snarled. A group of three young men and one woman trudged toward the front door. They could not see him. Joe sighed. However, his exhale was not the carbon dioxide-laced water vapor of breath of a living man. It created a sickly amber stain against the sun-baked shards that remained standing in the dry, cracked putty of the window's hundred-year-old frame. The mucus-like fog lingered there for a second, then vanished. All three of the approaching men wore thick black clothes too warm for the season. One of them, the man in the lead, sported an equally stifling beanie atop his dome. Their shoulders and armpits were wrapped in coils of what looked like electrical cable. In the crooks of their arms, they lugged some kind of electronic equipment. Some of it Joe recognized as camera equipment. 
The woman who tagged along behind them was afflicted by a long, pale and morose countenance under obviously dyed black hair. She looked like a porcelain doll come to life, as though her face might burst into a million jagged pieces if she ever once cracked a smile. A dark gray trench coat swallowed her body entirely. Ah, Lonnie, Joe said, shaking his head. Lonnie, 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 you won't move on and leave us alone, will you? Gotta squeeze every dime out of this old girl. He patted the windowsill with the phantom fingers of his right hand. He couldn't feel the wood, the wood on which he tapped. Not really, although he watched wisps of dust scatter and whirl in the wake of that touch. What's going on? asked a voice from somewhere behind him. Iggy sounded tired, or bored maybe. Entities of their stripe, with neither muscles to strain nor bones to grow brittle, never truly felt tired. Joe sensed the other ghost's presence draw closer to him, felt its energy brush against the outermost tendrils of his own, tickling him a little. Tickling him a little. Ever since he'd fallen asleep in this place, never again to awaken, Joe had been able to feel the spirits of other formerly living beings around him. Those sensations made sense, given that he now existed on the same plane as the other dead. He wondered, though, why he could affect things like dust and glass in the living dimension, but never enjoy the satisfaction of the sensations that the living experience. If this was hell, the deprivation of his sense of touch had been a particularly unexpected form of torture. Lonnie's rented us out to another paranormal investigation team, Joe replied. He spat the last three words. Looks like we're in for another night of watching the living pretend to hear us knock about the place while they leap at their own shadows or scream obscenities at a few innocent moths. This shit stopped being funny after the first time. I haven't seen any so-called EVP recorders yet, though. Guess they won't be picking words out of static air this time. Outside, the four investigators piled the equipment they had been carrying on the front porch by the door and then made their way back toward what looked like a mid-sized van. Their leader, whose condom-tip-like beanie had already given away his level of douche as far as Joe was concerned, hitched up the back of his pants before bending to unload more of their bullshit ghost-hunting junk. Well, fuck, Iggy said, dejected. Well, fuck, Joe agreed. Why doesn't he just sell the place or burn it down for the insurance money? If he's got to keep taking money from TV people, he could at least whore the place out for something interesting. A horror movie about a crazy mass killer, maybe. Or a porno. Been a long time since we had some decent tail around here. Like you'd get anything out of something like that now, Joe admonished. Anyway, I don't know why he keeps putting us through this. This so-called ghost hunters have a shit ton of money if all they do is visit old houses so they can run around and scream at nothing like they do when they come here. My guess is there's nothing else old Lonnie can do with the place now that it's gone so far to shit. I think he gave up on trying to rent it after it killed me. Iggy laughed. I remember that. You didn't even know you were dead at first. That was fun to watch. Glad you were amused. It's really something, you know. They hunt us, we hole up in the attic and keep our mouths shut while we wait for them to leave. Then they're the ones that run around banging on shit and shrieking like banshees. I wish we could just leave here. I've got places I'd much rather haunt than this old trap, like that old titty bar down the street. Except we can't leave, Joe said. I found that, I found that out right after I died, didn't I? Iggy chortled. Yep. Try to walk out the front door and you end up walking right back inside through the back door as soon as you do. It's like using that side escape trick in some hellish game of Pac-Man. Yeah, Joe replied. He had only tried it that one time when he hadn't yet realized he was dead. He had tried to leave for work. He walked into what he thought was going to be the bright sunshine of a late summer morning and was immediately struck by the darkness of his own kitchen as he crossed the threshold. 
When he turned to look out the doorway he'd just passed through, all that lay beyond was brightly lit backyard. Confused, he then crossed the back door threshold, only to discover himself standing on the hardwood just inside the front door in his very own foyer. Yeah, it really pisses me off. Maybe we should start a human hunting show instead of hiding from the ghost hunters this time. Let them broadcast that. Iggy laughed. Yeah, maybe we should. The idea struck Joe then, all at once, like an unexplained temperature drop on a melmeter. He abandoned the view from his window and stared into the oozy, iggy mist that floated behind him. We've been going about this all wrong, he shouted. He caught himself and glanced out the window again. The three male investigators continued to unload equipment while the dour-faced female looked on. Another car, this one a silver Lexus with tinted windows, drew up a few feet from the van's open back doors. Each member of the team craned their necks to examine the new arrival when its, drivers ki when its driver killed the engine. None of them looked back toward the house. They hadn't heard him shout then. We've been going about this all wrong, Joe said again, this time in an, in an appropriately conspiratorial whisper. Instead of hiding from these doofuses and just hoping they'll lose interest, we should be putting on a show for them. If they really believed we were really here, they wouldn't spend so much of their alleged scientific investigation acting so goddamn dramatic and irrational. Maybe we should make sure they know we're here, really fuck with their heads, you know? There was a pause as Ziggy processed the thought. And how do you suggest we do that? He asked. You remember that movie from the 90s about the kid who booby-trapped his house to foil a couple of stupid burglars? Home Alone? I died in 1989, dumbass. I didn't even get to see Batman. Did you? Was Keaton any good? Joe waved him off, not sure whether Iggy could sense it. Never mind. We don't have the materials or the time to set up any elaborate traps like they did in that movie, which I didn't see. Right, but there are things we can do. Like, I can't feel anything in this house, but I can still touch stuff and make it react, right? So what if we just follow these idiots around and play a few harmless practical jokes? Some pranks, you know? Stuff that makes them look on camera like the idiots they really are. You mean put some kick me signs on their backs? We don't have the paper, pen, or scotch tape we need to do something like that. No, stupid. I mean, the front door creaked open, cutting him off. Its arc landed the interior doorknob squarely inside what would have been Iggy's ass were he still alive. From behind the door strode a squat balding man in an ill-fitting gray pinstriped business suit and yellow diamond patterned tie. The soles of his Oxford slapped rhythmically against the ancient hardwood floor echoing his footsteps against the walls of the empty room. He ran one thick hand with a golden circled ring finger over the top of his head as he glanced around the place. Then he bade the others to enter. Here you are, folks, Lonnie said. There was a sing-song quality to his voice that grated against what would have been Joe's eardrums if he still had them. It's all yours until nine tomorrow morning. Just remember, if you break it, you buy it. That was followed by an insincere guffaw that went unacknowledged by his audience. The team of investigators succeeded him across the threshold, all of them wearing either sneakers or some sort of soft-sole work boot. All the better to sneak around a haunted house then, I guess, Joe muttered. The bald man swiveled his head in the ghost's direction, as if he had heard something. Joe imagined himself grinning back from the darkness created by the shade of the open door. Hello there, Lonnie. The end. Wow, that was, that was really awesome. good. I was that like, really you... just amazing concept. I, I fucking yeah, love it. Just captured, just yeah, comedy and horror. Like yeah. it definitely had had both of the aspects. What is that book finished or a story or is it, is it? Uh, do you know the, when it will be? The story is 
is finished. I um, it's it's supposed to come out in a collection that I um, I don't have all the details on yet, so can't um, can't talk about or can't announce. Um, and I'm I'm not the publisher of the collection, okay. um, so it it should be coming out um, sometime hopefully this year. That's cool. That's cool. Definitely, definitely let us know when it does. That's, that's amazing. I, I was going to say, it's sad that Slambo's not here tonight. We don't know where he is. Probably boar hunting, but uh, he uh, <laughs> j- he read uh, Roadkills. I think it was over the oh, summer. Oh, he did. He did over the summers, yeah. yep. He was so proud of it, and he, he I, <laughs> I know he was happy that, that he read finished reading it. He loved it. He loved it. Awesome. I, yeah, I know you told me, I, I think last time or the first time I was on this season that, uh, that he had read it, but oh. I didn't know whether he, uh, he liked it or hated it or oh, what. Yeah. <laughs> Samba likes, Samba loves everything. He's, he's a awesome. lover. He's a lover. Not, not whatever so else. What happened to Poor his owner. car? You guys said oh. he, he was having car trouble last week. Yeah. He said he had to scrap it. And then this week there was, uh, something that happened. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that sucks. I hope somebody can give him a ride next week. We we don't know yet, but uh, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, he's been yeah, he was gone. It. He was gone too long. He, you know, he's, <laughs> he's only been back a short time. I know. We shouldn't have let him taste freedom. That's what I feel. <laughs> oh, I I do want to ask Isaac. Uh, I think it was in my notes another time too. Um, your about you on your website says uh. Uh, just because somebody messages messages you, they might not get a response. Is there anyone you've ever refused to respond because it was just like something you wouldn't, you wouldn't? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get a lot of spam, um, that, that I never reply to. There is the occasional, uh, uh, fisher or catfisher who tries to get to oh, me. I didn't know if there was ever like, so, I got this body and I got to hide it. Can, can you tell me? Can, can, can you help no, me? What's your phone number, bro? <laughs> uh, no one's, no one's ever asked me to help, uh, help get, get rid of a body so far. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. And I do want to say too, you, you I saw you once tweet. I, I don't know how long ago it was about, Waking up with pain, which made me feel better because ever since the summer, I've been waking up with a pain in my shoulder, like my left shoulder, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. and it's not gone away, not gone away since. <laughs> and wait, we're getting old, man. I, oh, I, I think I'm older than you are, sucks. and the older you get, the uh, the more pain you wake up with every oh. morning. <laughs> just like I said, so just, just from the end of last summer, it's like, yay, every day. Like, is this going to wake me up? Or like, it's either it wakes me up. Or I wake up with it. It's one yeah. or the other. It's it's never just oh this feels good today. <laughs> it's it's impossible to find a position to sleep in that doesn't wake up feeling like a hangover. <laughs> oh, dude, there's one position I sleep in, and it's like a pillow between my knees. It's like a certain pillow under my head. It's like another pillow like behind my back. It's like five pillows and a, and a comforter, and it's it's always wakes up in pain. I always wake up in pain. It never ends well. Don't oh. get old. <laughs> Isaac, I got a quick question. So we're about um uh, two months into 2020 about Twan-twan. that, right? And um, So what was your favorite work Ooh. of horror in 2019 2019 in 2019 in 2019 oh, 2019 yeah what was your favorite work of horror in 2019 work of horror I'm, I'm talking movie tv show comic whatever you're into book whatever yeah my my favorite uh it, it would be a tv show for 2019 and that was creep show on shutter <laughs> okay 
I did. A, that, I did love Creep Show. I've heard good things. Yeah. yeah, that was that was my absolute favorite. I looked forward to to every episode there. You know, there was only a few things I found disappointing about it um, in in a few episodes, um, if I remember. And I'm I'm already salivating for Creep Show two, so or season two. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I want to ask too, Isaac. Are you working on the other book? Is it a prequel or a sequel in the Gordon Place uh, universe? Yeah, the next Lost Hollow book. I I have the ideas sketched out uh like i said before i don't really do outlines but uh but i have uh i have a few ideas sketched out i have not started the the writing on it yet because 20 21 will not leave me alone it won't it's uh, insatiable <laughs> Twan Twan. it's it's a succubus that's what i it, like to refer it to is. it as <laughs> it is it, it succubuses all the energy out of my uh my fingers out so. of my succubus out of my yeah sucky tube we're going to get sucky tubes in Twan Twan. That's going to be. Trump promised those. Did he? <laughs> sucky tubes. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't read the fine lines. So. Yeah. But I, I don't have, I, you know, I haven't come down with, with flu or coronavirus so oh, far. So yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed there. Well, the, the lime is the way to go. That's that's how I'm bringing yeah. Twan Twan. I'm bringing it in with limes. Thanks, uh, thanks that, did, are you sure that's not what happened to Slambo? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We did we squirt a lime a, in his eyes, so yeah, it could be, yeah, you know. We didn't. I mean, he could be. He could be lime blind. He <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't want to admit to it, so he's we, making he, up stories. If he makes it back, it we're definitely putting him in a, in a little booth with uh, a bunch of bats. That's I promise. <laughs> bunch of bats. <laughs> That's the next too many rapes. That's too many sense. It's gonna be bunch of bats with Slambo. <laughs> I, uh, I like it. <laughs> Isaac, it's been a blast. It's always, always great. Always great talking to you, my friend. Where can everybody Thank find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Isaac R. Thorne, and that's Thorne with an E. Um, Facebook and Instagram are the same thing. Uh, and uh, my website is IsaacThorne.com. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, my friend. We will definitely be in contact. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have nope. a blast. Thank you. Take care, Isaac. Thank you, Isaac. Talk soon, my friend. Ooh. We'll be back with Escalante Lundy. Exciting. Yes. Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music. Authors filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com Hello. Hi, Escalante. It's Rob and Slim from the Rob and Slim Hi. Show. How you doing, Rob? How you doing, um, Rob? Good. Good. Yes, Rob and, Sl and Slim. What's here. going on, Escalante? How are you doing, my friend? I'm very well. Doing very well. Good. Good. Yeah, you're an actor. You're, you're best known for Big Fred and Django Unchained. And uh, mm -hmm. I think the last time we talked to you, it was uh, we talked to you about that. And we also talked to you about Attack of the Southern Fried Zombies. 
So yeah. that that was really cool. And uh, I, I, what I wanted to talk to you tonight was about your um, upcoming project called uh, Cry for Help. Yes, sir. Well, yes, it's a little different from a previous project. Uh, yeah. And this one I'm actually uh, co-producing, so I have a little uh, more control of the direction of the project. So it's um, a new twist for me. And uh, it's a documentary about the criminal justice system in the U.S., correct? Yes, well, it's two things. Uh, number one, um, yes, it's about, it's a short film, um, which we, uh, me and my co-producer, Shannon Forstall, came to me with the idea about three months ago about a, a gentleman in the South, 60s, a black gentleman, he's gone to work one night. These uh, white couple have an altercation. Um, husband is basically uh, abusing his wife. He intervenes uh, to stop the abuse, and him and the uh, husband uh, get in a, I guess, an argument and start tussling. And then within that that fight, um, uh, something happens. The husband accidentally uh, falls and hits his head, and he dies. And the gentleman is, a black gentleman is charged with murder. Then uh, there's a neighbor that sees the whole episode. Um, that sees the whole thing. But she refuses to uh, tell the authorities, you know, what really happened. Yeah. Then after he's on death row, um, uh, charged with um, uh, dying by electrocution. And then the day before he's scheduled to be electrocuted, she comes to him and asks for forgiveness. And that's basically where the story starts. Because, you know, what do you do if you was either or in that situation? That's, and from that, we realized um, that we, neither one of us have any criminal justice experience, either, you know, being incarcerated or being judge, prosecutor, defense attorney, uh, corrections officer, uh, policeman, anything. We, neither one of us had any experience. So we decided to talk to people who did have experience. And then one person led to another, led to another, led to another, another. And we, 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 you know, we videotaped everything so we have it uh, to go back on. And we realized, you know, all this, these testimonies, all these points of views, all this information that the general public never hears, so we decided to take all this that is continuous to grow. We've interviewed at least 20 people so far, and then we have many more to go. We decided to take that and make a documentary out of it. So that's wow. how the documentary grew. It wasn't the initial, it wasn't part of the initial um, film project. It just was, I guess, collateral information that mm. developed as we tried to do research about the film project that we were doing. Yeah, that's, that's something that, that's that's come of it, and it's just something I feel like it's great to make people aware of. Yes, yes, there's a lot of things um, that goes on, and if you're not astute legally, um, <clears throat> and you get in a situation uh, with the criminal justice system, uh, there could be some things that could happen to you that you are not aware of, and it could be some some recourse that you can take, you just don't know it. Because, uh, you know, most people do not have a law degree. So. Mm -hmm. 
I just want to say, just in general, just uh, of the profiling thing goes, just from being in my 20s getting pulled over to being in my 40s getting pulled over, it's completely different. Cops talk to me with a lot more respect now. Like, I've never been rude uh, when I've gotten pulled over. But yeah, cops uh, uh, just, yeah, they, they, they talk to you way differently oh. as an older gentleman than, you you know, when, when you're younger. I remember back in the day, it was like, what are you doing in this part of town? Why are you, why are you here? Like, what are you up to? Where now it's like... Uh, you, you you didn't use a turn signal or you rolled a little far through that stop sign. It's it's totally different. Totally Excuse different. me, sir. Sorry to bother yeah. you, but you forgot to turn your turn signal. <laughs> and I, I not not uh, knock on whatever, but uh, as an older gentleman, I've gotten warnings. Yeah, yeah as, me too. Yeah, yeah. as yep. a younger gentleman, I, I got tickets. Tickets. tickets yeah, for going I've like had the same experience. Five, four or five over, uh, honestly, at some points. But yeah, now they, they they do talk to me like completely different. Like it, it's 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 definitely something I've noticed. And then, 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 then another thing, maybe the person uh, uh, because they, I guess, people assume as you get older, you're wiser and 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 there's a uh, strong respect. Uh, for older person, and they some depends on the actually depends on the officer too. They may realize for this person, I may not can um, uh, handle a certain way, maybe not can bully a certain way, or intimidate somebody who was twenty, twenty three years younger. Yeah. So it depends on the attitude and disposition of the cops. You know, some some policemen I've had some policemen extremely professional, mm. and have some that 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 like they were trying to get off on bullying you and to, to see your response so yeah. it all a lot of times it depends on who approaches you also on my end though i, I remember being much more nervous younger mm-hmm. like now i'm i'm just yeah not not as nervous so i th- that could be part of it too i yeah i don't know but uh, it's 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 definitely something to be said and uh some said for like uh, like you mentioned like a younger cop maybe just trying to get Trying to, to get uh, make a name for a himself, name for himself, yeah. or yeah, just yeah. get some accolades. Yeah, that, that it, it, it's a lot of it's it's the whole spectrum because uh, you have two human beings together, and you have no idea who brings what uh, history with them. Mm-hmm. So it depends on their mood. Could have had a bad day with the wife. Could have had a, yeah. a, a previous altercation with another person. Yes. And, and still carrying that with them, either either side. So sometimes you have no idea, yeah. You know what 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 each person is bringing to the mix. Agreed. What? Uh, oh, did you? Want- I, I was just gonna say. So so um, obviously I'm not a police officer, so I don't really know. But I'm just assuming that if you are a police officer. There's a lot of fucking laws out there, and chances are you probably didn't study every single one of those laws, but you are going to have those days where you're just like, I don't like what that person's doing, I don't give him a ticket for that, and like, you might be in the wrong because you you don't know all the laws, but like, it's really possible to know all that, you kind of know what I'm saying, like, I just, I feel like you definitely would make a lot of mistakes, um, and I, I kind of like, because kind of what you were saying is that if you don't know the law as a somebody that's being arrested that you might be getting arrested for something that legally you can't be arrested for but it's got to be the same for the cop as well where he might not really know all the laws and just like not like something you're doing and is just like yeah I get arrested or, for like that or said carry something from another another point in the yeah day. yeah sometimes um you know sometimes um in some cases I have I've had situation with 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 police officers and it turned out like uh, a couple of days ago I was driving a rental car and I didn't 
necessarily know the lights weren't on because it's not my car. So I thought the light was on, but it was yes. it had 50 million different um, options, <laughs> and and the lights weren't on. And he just he stopped me and he um you know he pulled me over and he, he gave me a warning just wanted to make sure I wasn't drinking. Um, mm. But if it was another cop, could have. It been a bad mood, and you know I could have maybe could have arrested me. So I was I was endangering the the, the safety of others. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it depends. It's how time depends on who you who you get, and um, it's it's that's the thing. Every situation is different, and and I would hate to um, you know, put everybody in the same bag or group, um, whether you're a cop or a judge or a attorney. Um, it's just that the more that you are aware of your rights and when they realize that you have some education about your rights, they may, they may back off a little bit if their intent is to intimidate or bully. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I wanted to ask too, Escalante, what is the scariest thing you've learned from, uh, from making the film? Well, the, the worst, I, I guess, scariest. Well, let, let me give me an example. Uh, I've interviewed several gentlemen who were exonerated for crimes they didn't commit. And one particular gentleman spent 27 years in jail. Uh, and later on, he was exonerated because it was obvious he wasn't a person that committed the crime. Um, another gentleman spent 12 years in jail for, uh, they found actually had the person that did the crime. They, they arrested him first. And then it was, and then they found the person actually did it, and they still arrested him and, and lumped him with the other person. And, you know, in, in both cases. And it, it's, it's the scariest thing is, yeah. um, like I say, if, if, you, if you're not, you don't have proper representation, and the poorer you are, the more likely if something happens, there's going to be a negative effect on you, you know, and it's a yeah. shame that people just because they don't have, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have as much right. They don't have as much rights. And they don't have an opportunity to have, uh, I guess, um, quality, quality representation yeah. just because they don't have enough money. A lot of people are in jail because they're poor. They can't pay a ticket, you know, yeah. and they, and they, they get, they get thrown in jail because they can't pay a ticket or, they can't bail themselves out, and and you know they just sit in jail for months before they even go uh, to trial. Then you then you lose your job. If you have a house, you have a car, you have a family. You know it's mm. it's just that it seems um, lately in this country, money is a, so much an overwhelming factor in your ability to get full justice. Mm. And I, I think that and I don't think that's that's right because you know everybody's not going to be Everybody's not going to be upper middle class or rich or even middle class. Mm. You're just not. No. So I, I believe that everybody should have the same rights in this country, even if their financial system, the financial situation is not always the same. Yeah. Even some before the show was mentioning, just like, yeah, the, the prisons, that's a business. Like, yeah. It really is. Like You just, made me, yeah. uh, you just yeah. reminded me of something when I was um, a kid. I had gotten pulled over for, like, reckless driving or whatever, and I went to court and everything, and it was my first ticket I've ever gotten. 
And um, I, I think I had to pay the court like $50. I didn't have the money. So they told me that I could not leave until I came up with the money. That's one thing so they do. So I, yeah. I had to just sit in this courtroom calling people until finally I got a hold of like a family friend that yeah. came in and, and uh, paid for the fi- the whatever the court fees are. And just like you said, Escalante, with representation, I remember uh, I, I did have uh, something where I think marijuana was involved and... Uh, my family had a friend who was a lawyer, and then this lawyer told me that I could ask for a, something called a conditional discharge. It was like the first time that charge was brought to you, you could just get off. And I wouldn't have known that unless this yeah. lawyer uh, of many years had told me that. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, like it, it is crazy. Like the stuff, if you know, you you can get. But if you don't, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get that. Exactly. What if you didn't have, like you said, what if you didn't have the fifty dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna. Yeah, I guess I would have just been in jail. They weren't gonna let me leave the courthouse. I had that once too, and it was like, yeah, 150, and I was like, like, no, like I cannot get this today, so I, I, I'm gonna have to make payments, and they did. They worked out a payment. Oh, okay. With me, they were just like, like, you can't leave. But (laughs) I was like two or three times of going to the window where, like, yeah, no, I couldn't get anybody. Like, what am I supposed to do right now? (laughs) Yeah, like it is. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it, 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 that's the problem. That the the criminal justice system has has become a debtor's jail. Like you know, it's yeah. with these private prisons. Uh, like uh, I, one of the guy, one of the young men I was interviewing, and uh, he had been in in and out of jail, and he wasn't trying to make any excuse, but he was saying that he was telling me a story about the city of Seattle. Uh, they said it was Seattle. Don't 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 quote me on that. They they had a contract with a with a, a private prison to have so many people guests in their prison and and Seattle for whatever reason didn't have they, they, they didn't have enough people to arrest and they the the private prison sued Seattle and won. So they had to go out and arrest people. Wow. You know, so why would you write a contract? Mm. Why would you go in a financial uh contract with with somebody where you have to prov- provide your citizens have to be jailed? Right? What? Why would you do that? All the ways to make money. Why would you use human, I guess, human beings yeah. as as uh, you know, uh, captured human beings as a way to make money for your city, the people you actually supposed to be serving and protecting? What is a you know, private that, prison, that, Escalante? I, I I didn't know there were different types of prisons. Yeah, that's right. Private prisons. Yeah, there's prisons. They're private prisons. This is money. You do, know, money's involved. Do, they they have a contract uh, with the city. Uh, you have to supervise so many prison, uh, so many um, prisoners, and uh, and then they pay the city a certain amount of money, and they they get they get paid for having um, beds filled with it. Wow. Um, I had friends that work with um, sheriff department, and they get paid so much amount of money for the time for the number of beds and the time that the people are in there. So they they're they're incentives to keep you in there as long as they can. So wow. that's, that's that's how they, they make their money. And so if you look, and then we did a. But one one last thing I want to say, we did a, um, we was investigating, if you can just Google, the amount of money um, um, states pay for education and prisons, and um, and we had one for 40 states, and every single one, they paid more money for prisons than education. Every wow. single one. What are even close? Wow. Oh so my. you're saying that yeah. there's these prisons that are just arresting people because they have to reach a certain uh, quota, quota, pretty much. Well, I was going to say, too, do they adhere Do they adhere to the same laws that uh, the other prisons, like uh, as a private prison? So, well, I, don't, I don't know. The, the, the prisons don't actually do arresting the, I guess, who's the, the, 
who's charge of municipality or state um, do the does the arresting. But you know, when you get arrested, the 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 DA charges you, and then the judge is up to the judge to administer the the the, the punishment. If if you notice, over the last five years, there've been several judges uh, they've been arrested because they got they got caught overcharging people. And uh, there have been several judges that actually got arrested for overcharging people because they were getting kickbacks from these private prisons. Oh, wow. Oh, um, I, met a, I met a young lady in Shreveport, Louisiana. She had, uh, she had a boyfriend. She had three kids for him. And the last, the youngest one was, was one, and he left, left her basically with the three kids. But she didn't have any money. So she had to use a credit card fraudulently, spent $800. Mostly it was food. She got caught. They charged her six years and a ten thousand dollar fine wow. for eight hundred dollars to feed her family. Wow! So, and she served thirty months of that. I interviewed her about two weeks ago. So, and now she can't get a job. She basically have to do you know jobs where people pay cash. Yeah. Because um, and, and you know, so it's a, it's a young woman. She's still, I think she's like forty now. She still have three kids, but you know, it's it's it, anybody could. I mean. If I had to feed my family, either starve or, or use somebody's credit card to feed them, you know, how many people would say, no, I'm going to have integrity, I'm going to let my family starve? Yeah. And yeah. and and then have to serve over two years, like, because of it. That's, that's yeah, a that's, lot that's, of time. That's, you know, and, and, and the fine, and for $800, the first offense, that's the first offense. And just the trauma on the children right there. Like, there, there's a yeah. lot in that picture. Wow. Just like you mentioning earlier, 12 years, 27 years. That's like decades, decades. Like, wow. 27 years for a crime you didn't commit. The young man was gone. He was 17. He was he got out when he was 44. He's actually, he's, he was older now. He's probably almost 60 now. But he was, he, he wanted to be a fireman. So now, not only did he not get that, but think about it. He, he missed out on having a wife, yeah. kids, grandkids. Mm. Now, so you know, it's not just one person. It's, yeah. it's, it's the other. It's this potential that you're eliminating, and it's the people, his parents. You know, if you had a child that was 17 that was sentenced to 27 years in jail for a crime he didn't commit, and, you know, siblings. So that's it, it's it's the collateral yeah. human damage yeah. that it causes. And then when you these the some of these district attorneys, they know that this person is innocent. They know they don't have a case, but uh, because the system. And in some cases, I'm not going to say all of them, in some cases it's corrupt and it's driven by greed. And the people who can defend themselves the least are the ones that usually fall subject uh, to this oppressive behavior. They pay the most, yeah. Well, Escalante, yeah. Is, is when is the film out? Is, is it uh, available no, right no, now? We sh- no, not yet. It, it, we shoot the film uh, next in March. We start in the mid-March. Uh, it's for the Louisiana Film Prize, which will be in, which will be in Shreveport. Um, it's one of the few uh, film festivals that actually have a cash prize. It's, if you win the first place, it's fifty thousand dollars, and it's a it's a it's a short film. It's only a ten minute uh, film. Okay. And um, so we'll be shooting that in in March, and it, the film premieres in I think October of this year, and then um, the documentary will be ongoing. Uh, depends on how much money we raise because it's very expensive. Never we have to travel and meet people and buy food and housing yeah. and you know it's, it's, you have to have to go to. I've, I've so far I've been to uh, not only New Orleans, um, Baton Rouge, Houston, Dallas, Shreveport, and Atlanta, interviewing people and 
now we're in the once we finish shooting this film uh, next month, and then we'll April when we get back on it, probably go to a few cities that uh, some high profile cases of people that were wrongly incarcerated, and then also talking to other people who are ex judges, uh, cops, uh, attorneys, social workers that worked. Uh, uh, for different dis- different municipalities and different prisons, so that's so right now when we and we're in the pre prep phase for the film and the um, fundraising phase for the documentary. Awesome, awesome. I'm curious, Escalante, in, in level of enjoyment, do you think uh, doing this documentary has been more enjoyable than acting, or do you like acting more? Like, where where has your preference fallen? Acting probably is the um, it's probably the passion that I enjoy acting. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's harder for acting is is the hardest thing I've done in my life, but I enjoy it. Um, the actual doing of it. This thing is something that's it's more, but this is the documentary has become more of a calling. Ah, uh, cool. because it wasn't something planned, and then once it started, uh, it just couldn't let it go. Because you know, once you see something that is wrong that you mm. feel is wrong um it depends on what type of conscience you have um and if you want to do something about it and is it worth um, yeah making you know going after and i feel i feel like this is definitely something worth going after yeah because it's, it's it's so many people and, and like i say it's been growing because people have been trying to contact me because there are a lot of people that have been wronged they feel they've been wronged and they had no platform to speak out on it and I think this is, uh, I guess, a small degree of cathartism for them to actually say their piece. And hopefully, um, if once we finish, and hopefully, it, it'll give a it'll give a mouthpiece for those who hope, who participated. But also, maybe it'll it'll, it'll give some information to, to to those families that uh, you know maybe we ought to have more legal education for our family or right. some kid who's on the fence of whether he should do something illegal or whether he should stay in school, maybe it may give them, um, help them make a better decision. Because I remember when I was young, the only thing that I saw that was anything related to this was this documentary called Scared Straight. Scared Straight, yes. And, uh, oh and that my thing, gosh. I still remember. <laughs> I, I remember the tall salad man and yes! the man. I said, I never want to go to jail. Never. I remember yeah, in, man. I don't know if it was late 90s or early 2000s, they tried to make another Scared Straight, but it was not as... Uh, scaringly straight as the original scared yeah, straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they the try original. To sanitize it. No, you can't sanitize this thing. This yeah. thing is what it is. So, yes. yeah, that was I, that was that. I remember that to this day. And I say, you know, I'm. And there's, there's been time when I was young. I didn't have any money. You know, you, you think about doing something that you shouldn't do. I never actually did it, but it, it crossed your mind if you get, you know, depends on how financially strange yeah. you get, but. But some people did, yeah, and some of them got caught, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure most of them regretted. But yeah, you know, this may help keep some kids out of trouble. This may help a family better plan if they get in a situation. How do we handle it? Because if you don't know, you don't know. But if you do know, at least your at least your options, at least you have better options. You can make better choices. Yeah. So so this is like your modern and I guess maybe more uh, politically correct version of Scared Straight. Or yeah. Yeah. The difference is um the people probably did that documentary had worked on it probably for years and had a lot I don't I don't have that time and that money to do years but 
basically what I'm doing is because in the, in the in the documentary you won't even hear my voice. You know, I because in the editing I cut out my voice. I just want the those who are speaking to speak. But okay. this is probably I'm just giving a point of view of other people who have experience because right. I don't and yes. I'm not qualified to tell people what to do. But I can I can I have I can present a platform for those who can tell you what 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 to expect and what you can do maybe to make a better decision. So that's that's my part in it. Yeah. Um, so instead of where Scared Straight was more like, hey, this is what's going to happen if you fuck up, your documentary is more like, this is how you uh, don't fuck up. This is like what you can do so no, you don't fuck up. You don't get Yeah, this is more like, okay, these are people who've been in trouble, and these are people that work on, on, the, on the, the other side, the legal side, mm. and they're telling you if, you know, this is this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. Um, but this isn't a documentary necessarily about the prison system as far as the physical prison. This is a documentary about the criminal justice system right. and what are all the different aspects of it um, from people who actually have firsthand. Now, because I can't tell you what it's like to be a judge or a defense attorney or a prosecuting attorney or a, pr- or a formerly incarcerated person, but they can. Yeah, you know they can tell you exactly uh, what their experiences are, and maybe it can touch some people in in in, in a way where they could just make better choices if if the opportunity came up where they had to be in that position to they had to make a choice. Nice, Escalante. Thank you so much for talking to us. I can't believe the time's gone this fast, but it, it's it's great talking to you, and it's great talking to you about this project. Thank you. Can I say one thing? Yes. Um, if anybody's interested in finding out more about it, they can go to um, cryforhelpfilm.com, and that's the number four. Cry, the number four, helpfilm.com. If you, you can get information about the film, and if, if you want to uh, contribute financially, five, ten, hundred, whatever you, you have, we would, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Awesome. Yes, I was going to ask if anybody could still support this project. That's oh, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we'll be doing a documentary through the end of the summer, so it's Cry the number four helpfilm.com. Awesome. Thank you, Escalante. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Absolutely. Have a good one, my friend. Oh, you too. Have a good night. You too. Oh, such a cool guy. Such a cool guy. We're going to be back in a few with Kenny Killingham from Channel of the Living Dead. No. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do a My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes a coupon set Match a dapper to dash and burn a foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers six internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patience Every time I'm feeling like the slightest into doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations 
You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words Said it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh It's the entitlement and attitude Like everybody gotta pat you on the back But alas, you're a hack and you're whack so you have to Lower your expectations So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com And start listening today Yeah! Robin Slip Show Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, Kenny? Yes, sir. How are you doing, Kenny, from Channel of the Living Dead? Yes, sir. Glad to be here, fellas. Good, good to have you on, dude. What, what, uh, your channel uh, celebrates all things horror, correct? Yeah, uh, just pretty much anything to do with the genre, man. It's uh, just all about the love of it. Nice. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, well... I actually started it, I believe, uh, late September of last year. So I've been going for about five months. I took a month off, you know, like I'd gotten kind of down. I was actually doing, in hindsight, I was actually doing pretty well, but, you know, I wasn't doing as well as I wanted to be. So I kind of got bummed and took like a month breather. But uh, so, yeah, about really four months if you count, you know, kind of off the breather. Yeah, it's a slow grind, especially just doing, like, YouTube. It's it's rough. Like, we've been doing it six years, and we... I don't know, do we even have 500 followers? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's a slow grind on YouTube. Yeah, it definitely is, but... Uh, it's cool, though, man. we got a lot of support in the community now, and, you know, we've actually... <laughs> We've got amazing things going on, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to send folks you guys way if y'all are interested. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of films that would love, you know, to make some podcasts and radio appearances if you guys are interested. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll definitely send some your way. Awesome, awesome. Uh, do, do you do a lot of interviews? Yeah, that's been actually, okay, my channel started out, okay, it was kind of by design, you know, I started doing a bunch of, like, merch unboxings, you know, like, horror figures and things of that nature, Yeah. and that was just kind of a plan to build up, like, a backlog of quick, easy content, plus I was clueless, I had no idea about YouTube or video production or editing, or it was all one-shot takes, you know, so then I moved on to doing, like, uh, what the Let's Talk About series, where I, you know, talked about particular films that I loved and would kind of, you know, just do a little brief synopsis of them and, you know, a few jokes here and there and just basically try to get people to watch, you know, what I felt were uh, awesome and underappreciated films. But here lately, it's moved on to interviews being my primary thing and a lot of, like, mystery, like a lot of uh, people send me stuff and I'll do, like, mystery box uh videos you know where i'll open what they send me and put them up too so those are kind of another you know big facet of the channel these days but yeah, yeah. primarily interviews cool 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 yeah I, I, the unboxing is is definitely something uh big about that. that that is cool um i wanted to ask too as just a horror uh fan do you are you involved in the horror community like either uh with uh like filmmakers or an actor or like a writer yourself uh well, I'm friends with a whole, you know, ton of, uh, you know, pretty big names, which is mind blowing to me. You know, like I said, I was, uh, I was in prison two years ago, you know what I mean? Like, I and that. I get out and now suddenly, you know, I'm friends with actors and producers and directors. And it's just like amazing, like to how much support the community shown me and Frank and just all our people. Uh, 
No, we were actually, me and Frank are discussing writing a couple films, though, and I have a producer buddy that has actually, you know, asked me to help him produce a film. I'm not sure when and if that'll come to fruition, you know what I mean? But, mm. uh, so, so yeah, we're definitely planning on getting our feet wet more on the production end as well. What were you in prison for, Kenny? Uh, well, <laughs> it was, the charge itself was burglary. But let's see, it's a it's a dicey subject. What had happened what had happened was my dad and my best friend both had died within a couple months of each other and I used to be a drug addict. So between the you know, the emotional and mental ter- turmoil I was going through from that and then all the drugs I was doing, I took a bunch of Xanax and they turned me into a monster. I should have known better than that. Anyway, uh, I had broken this guy's car previously and found a phone with like child porn on it. So I guess with my mental state at the time, I guess I decided I was like a vigilante or something. And I grabbed a pistol and I went over to his house and was, I don't, I'm not even certain what my intent was, but luckily wow. he spooked me and, you know, I just got charged with burglary instead of whatever would have transpired, you know? But shit, did that guy didn't serve any time? Like, fuck, now I want to go after that guy. Right, God like, damn, right. bro. Yeah, I feel like you yeah. kind of were the lesser of the evils. <laughs> like, I'd give you some perks right. or whatever you wanted. Just to, let's go get this guy. Like, let's get him, dude. Fuck. No doubt. Oh, my See, God. I didn't tell the cops all that, though. I downplayed the. Uh, <laughs> I downplayed my true intentions and made it look more like a burglary, you know? Yeah. Right. And I, I do but, feel like, yeah, you But got, I feel like though, if you did tell but, them that, like, huh. they would have to investigate it, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even tell them about the uh, child porn thing, you know? Yeah. Which I'm not saying for a fact that's what my intentions were. I don't know what my intentions were because I was so trash. Yeah. They weren't good. I know that. That guy is, we got to take him down. We're going to, you know. Yes. Yes. Robin Quinn and Tell Living Dead. Yeah. We're going to team up and, like, Voltron that dude. (laughs) Yes. And then we could all do uh, jail time together this time. And then, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not relapse. Hopefully not relapse. (laughs) No, definitely no relapse. That's not the life. (laughs) Wow, man. Wow, man. But. Shit, shit. What um, I was gonna ask too, Kenny. Uh, uh, being a fan of horror, um, do you review um like indie films or, or anything like that? Yeah, uh, actually, right now, indie is kind of our passion. You know, like uh, you know, I, I like the, I like the old big budget studio, you know, big studio stuff. But as far as nowadays, we deal mostly, almost exclusively with uh, independent films. You know, I interviewed uh. <clears throat> David Howard Thornton, you know, Art the Clown from Terrifier. Uh, I interviewed Vincent DeSanti, the uh, writer and director of Never Hike Alone. Uh, I interviewed uh, Hilton, Ariel, Hilton Ariel Ruiz, the writer and director of A Zombie with a Shotgun, and Kyle Hester, who produced and acted in it. And, you know, he was also uh, helped produce and acted in The Chair and the upcoming Preacher Six. Then I got uh, Captive, the film. I'm about to interview. I just interviewed Josh Stifter yesterday, which was amazing. He, uh, His film, The Good Exorcist, was produced by Robert Rodriguez, and it's streaming on uh, Troma's you know, streaming service, Troma Now. Okay. It's also on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, like, wow. it's, you know, I'm, 
indie's like our, kind of our passion. They're the only dudes doing anything these days, you yeah, know? That's, I was going to ask, I was gonna ask uh, are you a fan of, like, remakes or, or anything mainstream at all? Uh, I despise most remakes, but there's there's a few here and there. You know, I like the Evil Dead remake. I like, uh, let's that see, I rough. like the Crazies remake. Uh, I like the I Spit on Your Grave remake. The Hills Have Eyes remake. My favorite remake ever, besides The Thing, you know, of course, but uh, would probably be Tom Savini's remake of Not a Living Dead. You know, I thought that was fantastic, but hell, that's 20 years old, 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. What are you, are, are, uh, what was, oh, was just, oh, were you a fan of the um, uh, Rob Zombie, Michael Meyer movies, the Halloween? Um, man, that's a good question. I'm not going to say I'm a fan. I don't really care for him. I'm more into his Firefly trilogy. I love his Firefly trilogy. Well, I was going to ask, too, uh, if you like the other stuff. Yeah, he's done some cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, those were great. You know, Devil's Rejects, uh, House of Thousand Corpses, Three from Hell, all that. Yes. Uh, Halloween was, it was all right, man. I, I thought it was cool to see a different take on it, but I don't like the way he, like, demystified Michael Myers, you know? Like, ah. it made him too much like a regular serial killer. Mm. See, I love the first one. I never saw the second one because I heard uh, it, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, the second one's weird, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate it or anything, but mm. they did do something new with it, though. I'll give him that. I, like, I, I got a lot of love and respect for Zombie as a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah, he does some cool stuff too, where he makes it feel like it's an old retro film, and it, it's just not like it is, he's got he's got a, an art to him. Like I, I do like him. What about that uh, that yeah. recent Halloween movie? I haven't seen oh, it yet, I've but it was like it was like a sequel, I think, because she's like an older lady in it. Yeah. Oh, you are talking about the the 2018 or the one that just came out? Yeah, uh, age forty, pretty much. Yes. With Jamie Lee Curtis back. Yeah, yes. I enjoyed that, man. Uh, yeah. I thought Bloomhouse did pretty well on it. I thought it was kind of cool that, even though I love Halloween too, I thought it was cool that they kind of, like, did away with the events of Halloween too, you know, and, like, uh, retro, uh, retrofitted the story, you know. Like, it was just cool seeing, first off, Jamie Lee Curtis back. Yeah. And just, uh, I thought it was an interesting take on the thing. You know, it was like a direct sequel pretty much to the first one. Wow. Oh, See, yeah, sure. I def definitely do have to have to check that one out. Definitely do. What um uh what I wanted to ask too, what is uh mutantfam.com, Kenny? Okay. Well that's a really good question also, man. All right, well, Mutant Fam, you know, of course, is Joe Bob Briggs and uh Darcy actually coined the phrase and she pretty much gave us our blessing her blessing to uh use the name for the site. It's, you know, just it's a community of people that love Joe, Bob, and Darcy and, you know, kind of, you know, found a mutual uh, just love and, you know, respect and admiration for the genre and just kind of band together, you know. And then we took it and made a site. Frank, I got to give credit, my full credit to Frank, my partner, uh, at he had new on Twitter. He uh, The site himself is his brainchild. He does all the programming, all the mar like puts all the marathons together, programs the marathons, like uh, you know, complete and utter respect to Frank for everything he does. But he discovered me, like the site had been a thing for like three days, and he found me, and there was only like two other people on the page, maybe three, and me and him just like really hit it off, and he made me basically co-runner of the site, and you know I discovered I had a knack for promo. 
and for you know just getting in with like cool people and talking to cool people and then you know frank does promo as well and i don't know it just turned out to be a beautiful thing man we're just trying to help other people you know like help get exposure for folks like whether it's youtubers or etsy stores or writers or you know just anybody in the genre we're just trying to help uh get their names out there and you know build ourselves as well cool cool nice dude nice uh yeah man that's a, that's awesome I, I i love that kind of thing yeah connecting people I, it's one of the uh the most rewarding things I, I say of doing a project is just connecting people even even like uh we've had guests on with uh you know other guests when you see them collaborating on something it, yeah. it's one of the best feelings you're absolutely right, dude. I love it, man. Like, just putting people together, it just feels good, man. You know, like, just, I don't know, like, like I said, I'm an ex-con and an ex-drug addict, and I didn't always live the best life, man. You know, I'd hurt people and just done bad. So, I was always a good dude at heart, but, you know, addiction and whatnot, you know, you know, kind of changed me, I guess you'd say. But, so now it feels good to actually be able to be my true self and to, like, give back and try to help people instead you know yeah and it, it, uh, as far as like that goes like I, I i've got the demons too but like uh, as far as like an everyday feel like yeah i drink on the show but as far as an everyday uh feel i i say sober sober is the way to go like yeah no i, I don't think i could ever go back to, to what i did years ago yeah it's totally not a life but Absolutely, my friend. I love that. I love that, uh, the positivity uh, of your message. I think that's a really cool thing. A really cool thing, dude. Dude, thank you, Ed. Uh, that means a lot, man. I love it when people, you know, get what we're doing and appreciate what we're doing, you know. So, Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. No problem, man. Thanks for uh, coming on. We have to wrap this up. I do want to ask you, I'm oh. going to ask the same question I asked Isaac. So, Ooh. um, we're two months into Twan Twan. Oh, Twan Twan. Uh, so what do you think is your favorite horror work of 2019? 20, oh, oh, you're throwing us. Oh, man. <laughs> that is a question there. I got to be honest with you, man. Uh, I really watch very little new stuff, man. I've got a backlog of stuff I need to watch, you know. Uh, man. Was I'm going to say Halloween, man? I think that was 2019, or was that 2018? I can't remember. It might have been 2018 I, or close, or maybe it was 2019. Want to say it was just yeah, yeah, because it was yeah. recently. I think you're right. I'm not certain, but I'll just say that because you know, like I, I said, I'm kind of slipping on the minor stuff. That's awesome. You guys had Isaac on, man. Yeah. Isaac is a great dude, and that's oh, my buddy, man. Like, dude, he's yeah, great. Isaac, we've we've had him on, I think, ours. since our second or third season. We've had him on, and we do. We have him on a few times every season. I have he's, one of his uh, evil bunnies uh, on my board. Yeah. Yes, I got. He sent me an autographed copy of his book and a couple of his evil bunnies as well, man. They're fantastic. Send me a link, man. I want to check out y'all's show with Isaac. Absolutely, Kenny. Well, which book was it? Did he send you the Gordon Place? Is that the one you got? No, he uh, he gave me a choice between Gordon Place. And I took Roadkill because I like the short Roadkill's story cool. aspect. Oh yeah, both are great. But dude, Gordon Place, I'm telling you, from start to finish, if you if you pick it up, like you you won't be able to put it down. It is that good. This is is amazing, amazing. I'm definitely definitely gonna check it out as well. Dude, dude. Yeah, I got mad mad love and respect for Isaac, dude. He's a yeah. great guy. He is talented, you know, author and just like you know, he helps a lot of people out too. You know, he's yes. always uh 
doing his Twitter stuff, like sharing and promoting people as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, Kenny. Where can everybody find you, my friend? Do I know? I'm sorry. I missed what you said. Sorry. Where can everybody find you? Ah, uh, well, let's see. First and foremost, you can find my YouTube uh, channel, of Living Dead. You know, just, I guess, search for Channel of Living Dead on there. Uh, or you can Google it, too. That's usually, like, the first result. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, cha- at Channel of the D. You can find me on Instagram at Channel of the Living Dead. Slasher app at Channel of the Living Dead. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I want to thank you because Slim was rambling before you called about some stuff that I don't even ever want to remember. I was explaining to <laughs> the plot of Interstellar to him. It wasn't oh my rambling. God, it was garbage. It was the plot of Christopher wow. Nolan's Interstellar. <laughs> I told him about the space. The space library. Dude, you know, I don't even old, know how he got on The old lady. Place. You saved the, the show, the, the dusty planet. And uh, Matthew McConaughey. And uh, I think Martin, like... Not Martin Short movie or whatever? No. Uh, no, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Was it romantic? Was it uh, I think like Brad Pitt shows up at uh, one point on a planet. He's stuck on a planet. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Have a good one, Kenny. Oh, it was Matt okay, Damon. Yeah, it was Matt Damon. Appreciate you having me on. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you, brother. Talk soon. <laughs> All right, guys. Later. <laughs> we will be back with more F- Interstellar. FNC. FNC. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Robin Slim Show! I'm doing great so far. That's what I was going to ask, Frankie. How are you? I'm doing great. Guess what I seen today? What's a grumpy that? old man. I went out, I was talking about the weather, and a grumpy old man said, That's enough at the full court at the Bay Fire Mall. Uh-huh. He dared like that. 
and some grumpy old man was at the mall today. He's rude and everything. Some grunt, grumpy old man shut you down. He didn't want to hear you tell the weather. I am repulsed. Yeah, I don't like that grumpy old man. What a terrible man. Grumpy. He doesn't doesn't want to hear about the weather anywhere else but Sydney, Nova Scotia. I, except for Sydney, Nova Scotia, I saw him at the full court. He has gray hair. What was he eating? He wants to have his lunch. Yeah. Did you tell him he's not allowed to go into that mall anymore? Because you yeah. own the mall, right? You were you, like, you got to leave you, you run and never that come mall, back. Frankie. He just left himself. Oh, okay. Get out, old man. Yeah. I don't need you anymore. You old. You living too long is what I would have said to that old man. You're living too long, old man. Yeah. May Fire Mall is located on 800 Grand Lake Road, Sydney, Nova Scotia. Old people are not welcome there. That's right. Is it cold up in Sydney, Nova Scotia, Frankie? Cold in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Ten years ago, it used to be a Sydney shopping center mall. A lot of grumpy old people went to the Sydney shopping center mall back then. Now it's all young. It's a lot more well, young. Except for the one grumpy man that was there But today. that old guy, he won't let go of the old grumpy mall. He's still, grump- he's still grumpy. And guess what? Ecuador what? is now under volcano alert. Ecuador. It's been a lot of rain in New York volcano. City and New Jersey and all those places. Jersey's... It's been a lot of snow where base guy is in Montreal, Quebec, and Toronto, Ontario. We're it's going to rain snow where best of the other ones, Internet Radio Podcast UK. At... But Frankie, we're in New Jersey. We're going to hit with the volcano? Lava? Snowcano? Lava? Volcano in Ecuador. In Ecuador. Oh, but you said Jersey. Moi. Were you in Bo- you- Were you in yeah. Boston, Frankie? I did you hear about that Boston? It's been getting lots of rain too. Ooh, and I got news for you. Real rainy and there. And did you hear about that? I got two hundred twenty-five thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. <gasps> I got hundred seven thousand followers on Twitter now. Wow, that's, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Have you done any uh, interviews uh, with other shows? And how's your laptop? I did base. I did a base guy show. Then I did an interview a few weeks ago with the best of the other ones. Internet radio podcast in the UK. That means you'll be on Best of the Other Ones Internet Radio Podcast in the UK soon. We'll be on. I can't wait. I can't wait. Are they the best in the UK? They're the best in the UK. You have to talk with them. Are we the best in the US? Yes. Endorsed by Frankie. You're the best (laughs) in Sydney, Nova Scotia. And guess what? Monica Blue just went to Toronto, Ontario for job training. Monica Blue, I barely even knew her. Then she's going to leave Toronto, and Monica's going to Moncton, Brunswick to finish up her training. With a sore jaw. She's going to work in Campbellton, New Brunswick. Yeah, New Brunswick, New Jersey? New Brunswick in Canada. Oh, there's a Canada, there's a Canada, Brunswick? uh, What's your favorite thing to do in the snow, Frankie? Like, uh, shovel... Uh, snow angels or make snow boobies. Ooh. <laughs> like Geostorm. Yeah. That's What do you what do you enjoy doing in the snow? Boobies. That means I watch I watch a lot of weather on port on regular TV too around yes, the world. I'm... But do you go and out earthquake in Turkey? And I got my earthquake prediction right for Japan earlier in the month. Lots of people all the way in Russia are watching my video now. Frankie, I want to know, like, if it's snowing out and you go outside as a, a man. It's not snowing out in Sydney. But if it was. If he was a man. Six but, 12 inches of snow in Sydney, Nova Scotia on it, Thursday evening. Right, but when it, does, when, it does, when it does snow, 
You're going to go out and you're going to play in the snow because that's what men do. But what are you going to make that snow into? A snow angel? A snowman? Snow banks when I wake up on Friday morning. Snow banks. Do they have snow money? Snow boobies. Snow boobies. (laughs) With dinner plate nipples. And did you hear about that? Yeah. I and did. it's going to bring cold weather going all the way down to Florida this weekend. California's getting Santa Ana winds right now. They're going to get boobies in their face. Mm. Like, no, tomorrow. Oh. Do you think, Frankie, you think that grumpy old man just needed some boobies? We got another grumpy call. Old man. Grumpy old man. Is there a grumpy old man on the phone? Oh, wait, Frankie, just, somebody else is on the line. Hi, who's this? Hello. Who's this? Who's this? Frankie, is this one of your fans? Oh, it's King Who. What? King Who? One of my fans. Yes! King Who! Who. How are you, King? I'm doing great so far. Yo, man, what the fuck going on with them, man? Frankie, what's going on? What's going on? We're talking to Frankie, King Who. Yo, motherfucking weather? Yeah, the motherfucking weather. And Greta Thunberg is over in England this week. King Who, you do music, right? Yeah, I'm going to do this birth the birth president of the United States of America. Man, what the... Yo, man, I'm from the tri-state area, man. He's from the tri-state area, Frankie. He want to do... What do you want to do, King? You want to do a song with Frankie? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yo, man, what you want to do with... You want to do a rap song or something real quick, man? Yeah, you guys want to rap? Yo, let's rap. Ooh. Me, King Who, I'm Frankie. Yeah, I'll do this. You ready, King? Yeah, Frankie, you ready? Here we go, I'm going to start us off. Me, Frankie, and King. We the best and we the best in the world. We stand on the top of the earth. You go, King. Yo, move. Hold up, hold up, man. My I'm with you, whatever. I'm with you. I'm with the kid. I'm the one. I'm with you, from your brother. Yeah, and then, and then we move it on to our dog, Frankie. Go. I'm freaking out. So what do I do my forecast every. Yeah, and when we walk into the bar, all the ladies show us their boobies. Yeah. There's a guy at the bar, and he's like, yo... What's up, you dudes? Why these girls? Yeah. Why all these girls showing the boobies? And fucking Frankie was like, I'll tell you why. Frankie, tell him why. Frankie, tell him why. Tell him why they showing the boobies. They love me. Yeah. And King Who was like. King. <laughs> Reflect, 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 reflect
ไม่ก็นกไม่เจอเลยท้อไม่เจอเลยท้อบอกว่ามันก็ระบบของเออ and then we leave the bar we leave it in flames because we were like the coolest thing that ever entered that bar and when we walk outside we see a Yo, mom, we still going with this rap, man? Yeah, I thought we were still going, but the music stopped or something. Here it goes. So we walk outside of the bar and we see, uh, someone's gotta pick it up. You know, I finished my sentence. Yo, you guys know how to collab? Yeah, we walk Yo, outside the bar after leaving it in flames and we see, uh, boobies. Last Friday, on Friday, February 14, which is Valentine's Day, I watched boxing at Center 200. Ryan Rasicki from Sydney, Nova Scotia, took out that guy, Vladimir, Czech Republic. Yao Kang Ho. Yo, you like that, Vladimir? Put that stuff on. Yo, man, that's gonna make me some greenback, man. Yo, hold on, I got someone else. Yo, we got another caller. Give me a second here. Ha, who's this? I'm, I'm the only king who, baby. Only one. Yeah, what? Is this another king who or something? There's two king who. No. No, man, I'm the only king who, baby. Hey. Uh, Skype's all weird. My Snapchat is Frankie M A C D O N. And my Twitter's at Frankie MacD. And my Instagram is Frankie MacD 1984. And my YouTube channel is Dr. Wolves. It won't let me go beyond three callers. Max out of three. <laughs> hey, buddies. I'm hearing on this door, man. What's going on right there? What's up with that, man? Nuclear garden going on over there? Did you. Where's the uh, nuclear garden? Well, it's fucking revolution. And Max is out at three. Yo, man, what happened, man? You guys want another beat? Yeah. Frankie, what, what, what's going on over there? I'm doing great so far. Lots of cars driving down on Prince Street, Sydney, Nova Scotia. Any grumpy old men? Old Sydney in my own area. And did you hear about that? I was working at the main farm all today. I, I saw did. the grumpy old man. No. He's saying, that's enough. Out the main farm all by the full court. Yo, yo, man, just, yo, this dude, he, he, he raps when he talks, man. That's mm. cool. He's got his own art, doesn't he, King? Yeah, man, that's his own shit, baby. King, what would you do if a grumpy old man told you to stop rapping? Would you hurt him? Just to teach him a lesson? They have to, no. teach, him, they have to teach him a lesson, and the grumpy old man is not interested in that. Yo, man, I don't hold nobody, man. I'm all, all about the peace, baby. The peace. You wanna go with sugar or the peace? Man, you know what I'm saying right now? Shut the fuck up!
Yeah. Yo, me, King, who and Frankie McDonald went to the mall and I was like, hey, boys, let's go on the carousel. And so we found the carousel and I got on a Donkey King who got on a unicorn and Frankie rode the whale. And I got two twenty-five thousand subscribers. Two twenty-five thousand subscribers. How is this? I'm free at the free back from my black. Yo, mom, so who does who that? This is King Mom. I'm a freaking drug, baby. Yeah, y'all out. Yo, King Who, how many subscribers do you have? Yeah, King Who. Yo, man, I'm not a. No. I don't keep talking up yeah. one month. Alright, King Who, I have to I have to let you go. Good good talking we to got you, bro. Another guy calling. We can't yeah. talk to too many cooks. Too many cooks spoil the, the, the broth. The broth. Uh Hi, who's this? I'm Frankie McDonald. The other guy just left. Oh. Hey Frankie. Is there somebody else there? That so just added somebody else. Somebody right else. Now, a couple other guys oh, two left. or three in a call. Alright, so. Fucking Skype. Oh, there we go. There it is. Hi, who's this? They just left. I'm Frankie McDonald. Uh, won't let me add the other one. Oh, stupid. Hi, Frankie. What's going on, Frankie? How are the boobies? Did they get hard with the cold? Uh, it's cold outside right now. What about nipples? It gets hard when it's cold. Mm-hmm. What gets it hard does. when it's cold? It does. <laughs> Driz knows about that, right, Driz? Yeah. Have you ever done music, Driz? Yeah, I thought I'd do it with music. I you just, know that. I just created my own song in 2016. It's on my YouTube channel. Whoa! Y'all, can you, you perform it can for you us? Sing it? Frank, you down with the weatherman song. I'm Frank, you down with the weatherman. I do my mm. forecast, and it was bad when I hit it your, your way. There's a storm headed for us, New York, New Jersey, all across Baltimore, and Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Volcanoes. I'm Dread the Famous and a net rapper, and I'm Montana Volcano thing stuff, too. Yeah. Can I? It, it's just, it won't let me add anyone else. <sighs> Stupid. And, and Monica is currently in Toronto, Ontario, doing child training with Rogers. Child training? Child training up in Toronto, Ontario. Can we trust her to do that? She, Monica, blew you. And then she's going to, the monk to the Brunswick finish her training. Then she's going to work in Campbellton to Brunswick. Did you visit Boston, Frankie? Cause somebody scribbled on Plymouth Rock. Somebody just started that. It wasn't me. It was them. <laughs> but somebody wrote moi. Yeah, and that's kind of like one of your things. Yeah. <laughs> moi. Were you writing things on rocks and Plymouth Boston? Rock? 
Have you been to Plymouth Rock, Frankie? I I was in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I was in sure I was a Moncton, New Brunswick. I was a corner broke through land when I was only a toddler. You were a toddler? Back in 1980s. That was. I was born on April 24th, 1984. Moi? I was born on April 24th, 1984. How long were you a baby? I'll be 36 years old on Friday, April 24th, 2020. Um, do you have siblings? My family members and things like that. Yeah. Are they happy? They're happy. That's good. That's all I hey, want. Hey, Robin Slim, did you get a copy of my book? Be prepared to Frank down, got a life letter and everything. No, did you send it? Uh, I'll send you the, uh, the next time you send me the ad, you send me the address to direct message. Yes. Yes. I'm drowning in pussy and, and boy butt all day long. Who's that? Is your phone ringing? Is it? It's there. Huh? Hello? Oh. Was oh, that King Who? King Who, is that you? Is this King? Yo, well, hold up, man, hold up, hold up. Who's this? Yo, man, yo, man, no two wet man. Do you have any questions for Frankie McDonald? Yeah, King? guys, do you have questions? Yo, John Sells, that you? John Sells? Yo, man. Yo, wait a second, man. There's two King Who's on here right now. Yo, Ma. 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 This is Robin Slim and Frankie. Who is this? It's me, Frankie. Is there some other guy out there? We got a lot of weird callers tonight, Frankie. We do. Yeah, y'all want to rap? Yeah. Uh, Y'all it's me, Frankie McDonald, King Who, and King Who, too, and we hanging out on the top of the Eiffel Tower. I'm gonna eat myself a croissant. Yeah. Yo, we gotta one at a time, baby. There's too much going on right now, man. Yeah, alright, well, I'm waiting for one of you to go. Yeah. King Who, number two. Yo, mom, okay, bro. One, two, one, two, three. King's light, King's sleep. Ain't got no bring back. We got Frankie, Frankie Weathers, man. We got the bridge. It's cold weather. It's me and the gold finger. One of them from the sun, damn it. I ain't gonna run. It's a King Who revolution. Uh, Frankie King Who, King Who, too, and Driz, we'd like the Apocalypse 4. Uh, Did you just blow a kiss at me? No, Apocalypse 4. I'm and pussy and boy butt. All day long. They call me Blackbird 41, my nickname, he ha ha Yo, I'm like the karate kid up in this. No, man. King O. King P. King ABC. Man, I'm the fucking universe of all these. So, my what's like the weather's doing right now? My name's in Nova Scotia right now, baby.
Watch out for this crane crane kick. It's gonna get me to number one. Yo, man, what's going on right now, mother? Talking over now. Not good. I'm telling you, we're on the phone. Okay, baby. Yo, man, what signal is that, baby? What's the what signal? Yo, what's going on? Yo, what's going on? Yo, Yo, any of you guys ever see Interstellar? I saw the movie Interstellar. What'd you think about that? Interstellar! 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 How deep in Stella were you? Yo, man, I can't move with Ad Astra, brother. That move is good like that, man. Ad Astra! Y'all love with that one, The Marching. Yeah, all some good shit. Yeah, all the Matt Damon. Yeah, 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 that Marching is good. Yeah, yeah, man. That Marching for the fuck. Oh, it's close. Look at you, look at the next, look. All right, chicken, 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 Shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. So, man, I'm king. 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 i and I study yes. those weather models. He likes the models. models. He likes the Make movies. Make sure the weather models. When I do my weather models. He squeezes the models. Well, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Man. All day, every day, water bottles. Drink that stuff. Mm. Man. Yo, you all ride with me. We get all the boobies. I got a vagina. A vagamic? You know about my, you know about my vagamic? Yeah, what's a vagamic? Tell me about my big butt, vagamic. Yeah. Yo, man, you don't know what that is, man. That's some gross shit, man. That's some, that's some sick ass shit. That's not me, man. You guys want to sing about? You guys want to? I just wrote this song about the vagamic. I'll start it out. Yo. We all hanging out here and touching each other's vajomic and I go, ooh, Frankie goes, ah, King Who number one goes, King Who number two got, ah, 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 yeah, that's right, we touch each other's vajomics all night long, yeah. The more, I got that's pretty good, pretty good, the more, I like it, I like it, Mom, I love Yeah, I'll that. Uh, you inspire me, King Who. Yeah. Yo, man, we all got bills, bro. If you're a fat man, you got a vagina, baby. That's the hangover with the priest in the middle, man. And it goes, wah, ho, ho. No, I'm comfortable. Wah, ho, ho. 
tomorrow. I got a finger beard too, man. I got a finger beard on my vagina. You know, you want to grow a finger beard, it tells you what to do with the vagina. Well, this is fucked up, bro. We got a person that's around here trying to be King Homer. That's messed up, man. This morning, this morning, comfortable, brother. Time for the weather. Weather. Frankie, you're the only one that can do the weather. Come on. I'm the, I'm the guy who does the weather. I know Eric Talman. He's another guy doing the better weather. He's from Michigan. Eric Talman. He's hey, you don't like that guy. He's from Michigan. He's what are you going to do to beat him? How, he's got a small weenie. You have to be better than him. Tell him how much he stinks. Show him your big weenie. Yeah, your stomach is like a jump. Yeah, finger your beard, Frankie. Finger your stomach. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, yeah, man, I, look at, I look that. <laughs> I look and I know another guy does the internet radio shows. Nico, engineer from Australia. Mom, I thought it was Canada. Guys, Mom, we don't know. We gotta figure out where we are. We gotta, we gotta wrap this up, guys. Best of luck to you. I'm Frankie McDonald. You're listening to Robin Slim Show. Best of luck to you. I'm Frankie McDonald. You're listening to Robin Slim Show. Yo, man. Robin Slim, baby. Wahoo. Wahoo. Because I'm King. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Where's the dress? Y'all up. Y'all have a good one. Y'all have the dress. Famous internet rapper. I'm Frankie. I'm the Dreads. I'm the Dreads famous internet rapper. Love it. Love it. I'm drowning in pussy and boy butt. Y'all fucking right. All day long. I love it. All day long. What if I paid you two hundred dollars? Wahoo! Okay. I don't even know. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Fuck. This! It's done! Yeah, because I said it's done! I'm the one who said it was done! I said Go it was on, done you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay, I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch! Yeah. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not! You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away! Fuck you! You're dead, I'll see you in fucking hell. Someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face, it's coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,